Sports Network production. Now to your host. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Cardinals Chronicles. I'm your host, Logan Stone, and as always, with me is Josh. How are you doing? Good, my man. How are you? Good. I don't know why I'm speaking so softly today. Oh, but, AC. Uh, AC joint, yeah. Yeah, um, I tore my AC joint on Sunday. I was really crying on Monday. I was like, I I was just telling Josh I don't want to do the show. I didn't want to do the show on Monday. I feel better today, but I had to, I'm still having to ice it, so that's fun. Fun. Don't worry. I have Papa's Little Helpers right here. Rum and Coke. We'll and see guns. if you make it through the. We'll see if you make it through the show. Yeah. With our luck, I also have a, a mixture of steroids and painkillers. You probably shouldn't mix all those, brother. Eh, it's fine. You'll sleep good tonight. Yeah. I have not taken the gummies yet, by the way. Okay, so we have a pretty big show today. Um, you know what? I want to start off with this. It's a little side note. Uh, so NBC Chicago... It uh, came out today and said that the Cardinals are really interested in Wilson Contreras. And at first I was like, well, no shit. But, <laughs> like, um, the Cardinals are, are are interested in, like, a top catcher? Wow, that's, that's, that's unheard of, right? Uh, but it was really interesting that it was, it was uh, NBC Chicago who, uh, I mean, uh, covered it or said it. Um, the, Josh and I have been wanting to have this conversation for a mi- minute, so I, I figured we, let's just go ahead. Would you rather have a f- get go out in 2022 offseason to go out and get a catcher because the two best ones are Sean Murphy and that would be available and Wilson Contreras? Is there any other ones that you can think of at the moment? I, I can't think of I, – I figure no, JT Real Muto maybe, but I don't think he's going to be really available for trade. But I want to say Sean Murphy and uh, Wilson Contreras. Would, would you rather – Romel Real Muto, just, just in the – Yeah. Nah, I would just pass on him. I can't believe that. Uh, but, yeah, it's because he's getting paid a pretty penny. Anyways, um, but would you rather go out and get a free agent, Wilson Contreras – or would you rather go out and trade for Sean Murphy? Now, Sean Murphy is a free agent in 2026, so you have would have three years with him. Um, um, but he's going to cost you in prospects. And Wilson Contreras, the thing is, is he's going to cost you in just money. So, what is and Murphy's I guess. Contract? He has has arbitration till twenty twenty six. Yeah, what's twenty six? Oh, uh, I think. Hold on. Sorry, didn't mean to pop that no. on you. No, that's fine. The, the, this will kind of be the other thing for for me that would make that decision. So the other catcher I would be willing to look at trade trade for would be Kirk from. Uh, right now, he's being paid seven hundred twenty five thousand. Proven catcher with three years and a super cheap deal who's going to go through arbitration, who's going to go up a little bit, but he's not going to go up. Like, he's not going to be Contreras. Not. 
would depend on what Oakland wants for Murphy. Yeah. Um, Contreras is going to want top top dollar, uh, which is why the Cubs couldn't move him in the off in the before the deadline, anyways, because um, they wanted top prospects, and he's going to want top money on this next contract because it's going to be his last his it's going to be last chance for him to get a big contract to pay for his retirement and everything else. Um, and we have a guest joining us right now. I knew he'd hop on if he wanted to come in, and he was free. Brandon Moore, welcome to the show. Host of our What's Blues up? Notes and Five Hole Series. Um, no, man, I guess, I guess I'd probably go after Murphy. Um, I love – okay, let me phrase this correctly for all of our Cardinals fans out there. I don't love Wilson Contreras. I love his ability as a player. Um, he's – very above average for a defensive on the defensive side. He's got a great arm. Uh, he hits the ball well. He's got very good plate vision. He was an all star this year. Uh, he started in the all star game this year. I think he's been an all star what five, three or four or five other times. Um, very good player, very capable. It would really come down to the amount of money that he wants versus trading for Sean Murphy. Sean, because of the low money that Sean Murphy's getting, he'll go through arbitration and we have him through 26. That would give us some more time to develop Herrera or another catcher in our system to save money down the line. Um, the other catcher I would look at if I'm going to be in a trade situation would be Toronto's catcher, uh, just because he's had a heck of a season. I believe he's very young Alejandro as well. Kirk. Yes, Alejandro Kirk. Um, that would be the only other catcher I'd be willing to look at. Um, I mean, I think it's regardless. It's slim pickings this offseason. Yeah, it's really slim pickings, and, and – as much as you're not going to agree with me, there's going to be a part of our team that suffers somewhere along the line, whether it be the pitching staff, whether it just be the on-field command and um, control with Molina being gone. Um, but it's time for Molina to enjoy his retirement and, and do the other things he wants to do. Um, I appreciate his service. He'll still always be one of my favorite players. Um, I hope he we make a run to the World Series and gets to end on, on a championship. If he he's signs for another year, he wants to I agree. If he wants, to, but he has made it very clear this is his last season. Um, what are you saying, Brandon? He's still with the team. It, it sounds like it was. I mean, I came in a, after the fact, so I might have missed some stuff. But it sounded like he was already talking, like he was already gone. So that's why I kind of. So oh, I just, oh, that's what Josh was saying. I was like, oh. Nah, I just, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I love Yachty. You know I love Yachty. Uh, he's my guy. He's my favorite player. Has been since he got on the team. I've never wavered on that. We've debated it extensively, especially I think it was last week or two weeks ago. Um, but if he wants to go on and do other things, I'm fine with him going on and doing other things, pursuing his coaching, managing career. Hopefully he comes back to the organization down the road. Um, but we have to look at the future, and we need to see what's going to help us out sooner than later. Considering we have, we need to keep Arenado in, and hope he doesn't opt out. <clears throat> yeah, she's she's fantastic. She's always with us. I appreciate her. Um, we need to make sure we're not wasting the Goldie top streaks. We have other young guys that are playing well. Um, our window is now, so we need to get a catcher who can service us now, not only behind the plate, but at the plate when swinging the bat. Yeah. Um, so, so you would rather have, you would rather go out and get Sean Murphy? Most likely I would. I mean, unless Contreras is only going to want like 
a five-year, $50 million contract. I mean, he's 30 years old. He'll turn 31 beginning or in the middle of the season next season. How long are his knees going to hold out? Um, I'm not going to say he's on a downslide statistically, but the catchers don't last past 32, 33 typically. They just don't. Yeah, I don't want to get him be more of a DH. Out yeah, and I don't think he's worth a DH. I think we have other hitters. I mean, if Yepes stays in the system, he's a hitter. He, he's a DH right there. Um, if AP wants to come back one more year, that's our left-handed D, our DH against lefties next year. I don't think he I'll, is. AP has already pretty much said after this year, the only way he's going to be at Bush is in the in the bleachers with his kids. I know I've seen it too, but if he hits, if he's sitting at six ninety eight at the end of the year, I can't see him not coming back to make a run at seven hundred and see how far he can go and just face left handed pitching. Um, I don't have a problem with that if he's going to play for the price that he played this year because he's cheap. I don't think it's going to happen. As much as I I hope it would happen, I think if he's close enough, I think regardless, I think he is done after this year. He has made that blatantly obvious in multiple interviews and multiple conversations that after this year he is taking a break. Whether he's a bat right now, just so you guys know. So if I interrupt and break out, he had a homework. Um, so before you came in, Brandon, we were talking about, um, the, uh, let's see, NBC Chicago, the sports, uh, network there said that, uh, the Cardinals are very interested in, uh, Wilson Contreras in the off season. And yeah, yeah, uh, I, I posted that or I, I saw that earlier today. I I thought it would be a decent move, but I know other people in the lobby, they are saying, about Murphy. And yeah. I mean, I think either one would probably be a good suitable replacement for Yachty. But I mean, yeah, Contreras is getting up there in age and whatnot. But I mean, how I don't know this off the top of my head, but how old is Murphy? 27. So I mean, even if you kind of wind him up into a multi year deal, I mean, towards like the middle half back half of the, his contract, you're going to be kind of dealing in the same kind of territory of like mid thirties possibly for Murphy. Yeah. But it gives you three years on the cheap where he's still young and he can still develop into his prime. Yeah. And if we can get him on a contract, like let's say we pick him, we trade for him. We can sign him right then and there to a six year deal. Yeah. And we or, negate yeah. that issue where we can develop in our own system and move forward down the road. Um, it gives us options if we go after Murphy. If we go Contreras, we're, we're going to be in a lot of money for five, six, seven years. So something that worries me is Sean Murphy. I feel like probably could have been traded at the deadline. And I have a feeling that maybe his uh, price tag is really high. Um. This year, Wilson Contreras has played 68 games at catching, at the catching position, and 37 at DH. So, that's that's I don't know if you're looking for if you're looking for a um, catching replacement, that's probably not the long term deal. So, um, yeah. So there's that. 
Um, any other I thoughts hate- on this one? What were you going to say, Brandon? Nothing important. Okay. Um, let's go ahead and do this recap, um, this week recap. I'm not going to go too deep into the, each of the games. Um, probably just going to want to talk about the Braves series. Um, Cardinals played the Cubs, Braves, and Reds this uh, this week. Uh, they're four and three in their last week, six and four in the last ten. Uh, took two out of three against the Braves. Braves series, I uh, I really love this Braves series. I think it was a good barometer, I should say, of where we are at. And yes, obviously we're the sixth best team. And I know Josh and I are actually disagreeing on this. I don't know why. Uh, seems like he's more pessimistic about this than I am. So I, I looked at the Brave series and I thought that's, that's really good. And that's really impressive to me that that's a good sign. If we lost two out of three to the Braves, because after game one, I was like, oh, fuck, we suck. Yeah. And, but we, scrappy. We are the, it seems like the Cardinals are the uh, persona of, like, the entire team is scrappy, like 2006. Uh, oh, shit. What's his name? World Series nope. MVP. What year? 2006. Eckstein? David Eckstein. Thank you. You know, they always yeah, talk was about how he's just scrappy. Yeah. They always talk about how he's scrappy. That's what this team reminds me of. And I don't like to do the whole comparisons of, oh, this reminds me of the 2011. This reminds me of the 2016. I did that. I said that last week. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. But this this time I actually feel like it. Like, they did, they did this a lot in the last – Cardinals fans did this a lot the last couple of years. They're like, oh, this team reminds me of 2011. To the point where I was like, okay, I officially hate the 2011 uh, Cardinals because everyone wants to just downgrade it the whole time. They were a bunch of scrappers. They are. They were. But I'm just saying, like, 2021, 2020, everyone was like, oh, they were bad in 2011 too, but then they came back. Okay, at at one point, yes, they were probably bottom-of-the-barrel team, but they were able to pull it off and all together and able to put a dynamic run together. My my point is is that I I get tired of people trying to compare every season since then to the 2006-2011 team. The only reason, and I might be wrong with this, that the only reason that I could possibly see that people – and I'm – one to go with this as well is because the only reason I'd probably see that people probably compare them to like the 06 and 11 Cardinals teams is that they see a lot of the, the same kind of grit, the same kind of tenacity in the team now that they did back in 06 and 11 when they were going for the world series and they were going for the, the, uh, the whole thing, and they're coming all together, as I mean, we play, plainly have seen. And, I mean, they're winning. But, I mean, yeah, they took two out of three against the Braves. They, yeah. uh, they are one and one now against Cincinnati, aren't they? Or are they? Yeah, right now. Right now. So, I mean, this in a way, I feel like they should have probably taken last night, but. 
we'll get into the last nine in a second. This team uh, is nothing like 06 or 11. Let's just make no. it very, very clear. Yeah. They are a completely different team with a completely different structure. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, there's nothing anybody can say to me that's going to be like, oh, they're just like the 11 of the 06 team where they got mm-hmm. hot at the right time. Yeah. Well, any team that does well in the playoffs gets hot at the right time. That just is what it is. Yeah, if you know if the team knows what they're doing and they've been in the situations they have been in for a good amount of time, they know when they get hot. They know when to do the right things in the season. So yeah, I mean, in a way, you can't really say they they're the same as the six and eleven teams because they know what to do. They know how to do it. They've been in that position multiple times. They know when to turn it on, and right now is the right time. So what do you think of this uh, Brave series, Josh? I think it was a good series overall. I mean, that first game was absolutely horrendous. That scared me. Unacceptable. I mean, honest, I'll be honest with you. It didn't scare me. With the way we played the Braves the first series, I was like, oh, here we go. The Braves are just a better team. We still lost overall to the Braves this season. Yeah. That is what it is. I mean, there's but, no argument in that. They outplayed us. I mean, we played – fairly well against them in the first series, but we lost. We didn't get the job done. I still yeah. don't want to play Atlanta in the playoffs. That's a team that scares me. I think we could take anybody else in the NL. If you want to be honest. Thank you. Except for maybe the Dodgers. But I think we clear the Mets easy because I think we match up well. I really do. Um, they're they're in kind of a weird rut right now. The they Mets. are. So but I would the, be yeah. the Giants, the Do- the Padres, if the Brewers somehow make it, I don't care. The only two teams that bother me right now are Atlanta and the Dodgers. Yeah. And when it comes out of You said that we took two or three against the Braves? This series. And then I think it was two out of three for the Braves on the series before. They may have. But But you have to admit, this team is completely different than the team that we faced the first time against the Braves. And I agree with you on that, and, and, and I totally understand that. I just, you know, I'm very positive about the Cardinals. I still think the Cardinals can win the World Series. I'm not saying they can't. I'm just not toting them as a top-five team in the MLB. Now, right now they might be playing like it, but this team is very, very streaky. We have inconsistencies behind the plate. We have inconsistencies at shortstop. We have inconsistencies at second base. We have inconsistencies in the outfield right now. Yeah. To be as good as you're, as you're feeling that they are, I would feel like our outfield was super set. Our infield was solid defensively and offensively. And the only issue we would be having right now is behind the plate with Yachty hit. The way you're talking would be the way is how I receive the way you're speaking about the team. I love the team. You guys know that I'm diehard Cardinals. I was happier with them all season than Logan has been up until this point. I'm just trying to be a realist. We lost a game to Cincinnati in this series. We're tied 2-2 right now. Our offense is not working. The team is just streaky. If we stay hot or we get hot at the right time, absolutely. But we've been hot all of August. We have the best teams of baseball in August. We were not in July. We were not in June. We were not in May. We were not in April. They we started to pull it together in July. But at the end of July, yeah. But we have not we have not had one month where we've been this dominant all season long. No. But look at the big difference between, you know, before August, like you said, and after August. Well look it's we're the best team. Because we got Jordan Montgomery, and we got Jose Quintana, and we got Chris Stratton. And look, and uh, was there someone else? 
Oh, Jojo Romero. But yeah. um, in in his defense, but, I thought he actually pitched fairly well the one night that he was. Uh, I think that was Saturday night. Whenever Jordan uh, we Montgomery against the Braves, and we ended up taking that as a walk off walk. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't pitch poorly that night. I mean, but, Atlanta's good. They're going to hit the ball. But the thing that was the Cardinals' biggest problem, and you and I had been saying this before the trade deadline, was pitching. They oh, yeah. didn't have. They didn't Bam. have bullpen. They didn't have starting, and then they addressed that. And then this team is so much more solid. And I agree. and look, and I think the reason why the offense is just streaky is because they're trying to give the young ch- chances. They're trying to give Molina chances. They're trying to give Carlson chances. Who's the other one? Uh, Gorman, even to some, Dickerson? to a certain, huh? Well, Dickerson. Dickerson has been doing really well. Yeah, he's concerned. So, oh, I, I, he's I think Dickerson is the motivational piece behind a lot of the team right now. With how well he's been playing, he's, I mean, yeah. the way he's been batting, the way he's been feeling. It, but Brandon, yeah. what are you watching defensively? He's been horrible defensively. Yeah, but who cares about defense right now? You know what? Championships. That is not true. Not in baseball. Defense and pitching wins championships. Yeah, you got to be able to hit and score runs. But if you constantly make errors or you don't run down balls in the outfield, you're not going to win because other teams are going to create opportunities. You're going to blow through your pitching that you have. You still need defense. Tyler O'Neill is not a center fielder. We have seen this over the past week when Carlson's been sitting the bench. He hasn't been bad, has he? he hasn't oh, been Carlson bad. has been hot garbage. No, I mean uh, O'Neill in center field. He hasn't been bad, but he, he I mean, Carlson's better. O'Neill's just been hitting the ball like he had, what, three home runs in four games? Yeah. but I mean, he's been hitting the ball well. Yeah, the offense is there, but. O'Neill has been hitting Carlson. He's, no. No, no. I agree. And we'll get Carlson. into the, we'll get into oh. those two in a second. Because, I mean, we're going to evaluate each of them uh, in oh, August. Yeah. But to your point on defense wins championships, if that's the case, then Cardinals would have won the World Series in 2021. Well, no, they couldn't hit they it all. The they had no offense. That is true. Yeah. So, it's the combination of both. You can't win on offense alone in baseball. you got to have – I understand. Yeah. You have to have – Oh, yeah. And I think, it, like I say, it's the third most important thing. But uh, that Brave Series, I think, is really um, – eye-opening, and it kind of – look, and look, I've said this before. You know, we we lost the series to the Red Sox when they were red hot. Mm-hmm. But we – but I think you and I both agreed at the time. I mean, if the Cardinals had the pitching that they had now, we would have won that series. We probably would have swept them. Probably. And so this – I'll tell you is, what, if we would have traded for Juan Soto, we wouldn't be in the position we're in. I think we could have still gotten uh, Jordan Montgomery. I mean, look at the players that we got or had to trade away. Jordan Montgomery, we traded Harrison Bader. Wow. Right. Uh, who is it? Quintana and Stratton, we traded um, Johan Quintana. Johan Johan Oviedo. Yeah. Johan Oviedo and some other minor leaguer. Who was it? McGreevy. No, it wasn't McGreevy, was it? No, McGreevy for that? They didn't trade McGreevy. That would have been a horrible. Oh, no, 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 they didn't trade McGreevy. No, I'm, I'm sorry. 
I thought you were talking about the Soto deal. You were I was there like, on the Soto listen, deal. I've never heard of him before the trade uh, that Juan Soto talks, but I like him. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking who they were wanting in the Soto deal. That's why I said McGreevy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, it's all in the past. So I, 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 I don't know. I still think they could have gotten pitching. And I mean, that's what they were all saying was they think they could have gotten Juan Soto and pitching, but whatever. Remember, they, um, wanted, they wanted some current players that were ready to play too. So you had a lot. I would have Carlson. I would. Carlson. The only the only thing that was keeping them from making that deal was Carlson. Happened. You, you still would have lost Carlson, Walker, Win, probably Burleson. Okay, fine. Throw up McGreevy and throw out Libertor. I don't care it about seemed, guys. It seemed like they weren't interested in Burleson. I know it was but a surprise, but that was sweet the deal. I think they should bring Burleson up here. I agree. 100%. I completely agree with you. I don't know who they send down, but they you need to bring him up. Um, yeah, take a nap. Uh, was that Natalie? No, it was my roommate. Before uh, we get into the August recap, Josh, you want to talk to us about some ads, advertisements? I want to talk to you about some delicious delicacies and some treats. We all love Triple A's treats straight out of St. Louis, um, St. Louis County at least. Um, go check out Triple A's treats Facebook page. I'm telling you guys, if you screwed up with the girlfriend recently or the wife, go get her some chocolate covered strawberries. Go get her a cheesecake. Her birthday's coming up. Make sure you put that order in a week or two in advance. Artie will get you taken care of. And her stuff is fantastic, and it's all custom made, made from scratch. If your girl or your guy for our female listeners, has a allergy or a gluten-free lifestyle. Good for them. Fantastic. Artie can help you out with that. She's got all the ingredients to get that taken care of, too. Make sure when you go to her page, you place your order. You mention Variety Sports Network. If you want to mention me, myself, she will definitely recognize, and, and who knows, she may even give you some extra goodies on the side. I don't know. But um, I've had almost everything she has to offer flavor-wise, which I like, and everything has been fantastic. Um, we've had conversations about her going on the cooking shows and the baking shows for decorations. Everything she has is fantastic. All kinds of custom and, uh, what's the best word for it? Um, novelty items as well. I've seen some bachelorette stuff. Um, very, very funny. Very, very good. Everything tastes great. Try her red velvet cake pops. Ah, to die for. Triple A Streets, Facebook page, VSN, get you 10% off. Go check her out. Yeah. Okay. Good job. Um, Why do you always tell me good job when I do an ad? When I do an ad, (laughs) like I'm not a dog. I I appreciate the support. Yes, I am, Brandon. Um, uh, I just, I, I just wanted to. I just. Did you order your thing yet for when you come to town? No, not yet. You need to get on that. I'm sorry. I'm well, then you're gonna come out and you're gonna be like, guys, for real, Josh is not kidding. Bob. You know, I've been a little bit. I might have ordered something from him. Did you really? I kind of want to get high and get into some triple A treats. So dude, you totally should. Her stuff's fantastic. Absolutely. I got I got White Castle because we don't have White Castles in Texas. You have crystals, don't you? Huh? Wait. You have, you have White Castle in Texas? No. 
I was about to go on a Harold and Kumar drive to, 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 to go get some White Castle. I was like, <laughs> I could go for some White Castle right now. Anyways. What you but, I, but anyways, I bought – they have, like, little frozen stuff that you can buy at the store. Like, they have their sliders. Don't do it. It's Don't do it. High. I'm sure it is, but it's not nearly as good as the real thing. They still look soggy when you cook them, though, so, I mean, you'll get what you get out of a crab case. Yeah. So, Logan, when are you moving back? Throw us some chatter. We're giving you guys some uh, publicity. Yeah, right. I know. I, I, I honestly, I want to talk to Uplift. And, oh, man, I have so many great ideas for shows. Well, that would be start sharing them with us in our chat. Yeah. What were you saying, Brandon? When are you moving back to St. Louis? <sighs> yeah, me too. I want to. One of these days, I'm sure I will. If we ever get bigger, big enough. Better question is. Josh, when are you moving back to St. Louis? Dude, I live an hour away. So? I'm not moving back to the city, dude. Can you really you really want to do this real quick? Compare the city to the country. I'm I'm not <laughs> in the city. I'm like 45 minutes outside of St. Louis. I'm in Moscow Mills. I don't know where that's at. What, what are you guys doing? This is prime doxing right here. Stop like we're, we're letting our local fans know that they, they want to meet us or see us. They can message us. We can go out, have dinner. We can discuss the show, especially when we're doing blues season coming up. We're going to have blues watch-alongs at Hot Shots or somewhere. It's going to be oh. fantastic. <laughs> we're going to do the same thing for Cardinals games next Gosh, year. We'll move back you ready for our show tomorrow night? Why do you keep pointing at me? Because this camera's on mirrored. Oh, sorry. There you go. Show tomorrow night. Huh? Plug the show now so you can give me a reminder. 7.30 uh, p.m. tomorrow, having uh, Blues Notes episode. I got to look up. Go ahead and run your other stuff. I can look to see what we're actually going to be talking about. Okay. Um, August recap. Cardinals played the Cubs, Yankees, Rockies, Brewers, D-backs, Braves, and Reds. Okay, and Josh just left. Um, they are 21-7 and seven in the month of August. Currently have a 259 batting average, which is fifth in the league. 330 on base, which is second in the league. Second in the league. On base percentage is really good. I like that. Uh, 760 OPS, which is third. Third in the league. Uh, 384 ERA, which is 12th. 125 whip, which is 14th, and 50 uh, home runs in the month of August, which I think is a franchise record. Uh, yeah. Um, very good month for the Cardinals. 20, uh, what, 21 and 7 right now? And they're, that's really good. And look, they had an easy, they were supposed to have an easy um, rest of the schedule. I think they had the easiest, um, but still, you have to actually play the games, and they're playing really well, and they're beating teams that are somewhat better than them, so this is really good. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't they have like one of the more, I, I shouldn't say easy, but not as difficult yeah. uh, second-half schedules as some other teams? Yeah, they, yeah, one of the best, one of the easier compared uh, to other teams. So that's big. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and start off with Yadier Molina. 
19 games, 67 plate appearances, 11 hits, zero home runs, two RBIs, two walks, 172 batting average, 209 on base, and a 381 OPS in the month of August. That's not good. Um, you definitely don't want that on your on your team, but or in your lineup more is what I should say. Um, look, I don't care if he has home runs. I don't. I've said multiple times, home runs are fun, and when you're Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, I expect you to hit home runs, but. I don't care, like, if you need to hit home runs. But the problem is, is he's not getting on base. And um, he's got a 209 on base percentage. 20% of the time he gets on base. 20. Um, so that's that's that, that's a kick in the balls right there for me. Um, anybody else want to talk about this real quick for the month? Yachty has not struggled this month at the plate. He has struggled this year at the plate. It is what it is. I, say. I, thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's not struggling, Logan. How dare you? <laughs> he has struggled this year. This is probably the worst year of his career at the plate. It is what it is. His knees are shot. He's 40 years old. He has given the Cardinals everything he has been able to over the course of his career. It is what it is. The Cardinals are not going to let it cut him loose. He's going to be with the team throughout the rest of the season, and he should be given the respect that he has deserved and earned throughout his career. And frankly, I'm tired of people complaining about it because it is what it is. He's going to play. We're going to have to deal with it, and that's why Edmund needs to hit, DeYoung needs to hit, O'Neal needs to hit, Carlson needs to hit, Newbar needs to hit. Everybody else needs to step up and carry Yachty's way to the plate. That's what it is. I'm done having the conversation. Brandon? I think you might be frozen. Brandon froze. But you have to you have to have okay. Yes, he needs to get on base. I completely agree with you. Yes. Yeah. But how many people have stole against him while he's behind the plate this season? Doesn't matter. It doesn't. So now base running doesn't matter in baseball? Getting guys in a scoring position doesn't matter in baseball? Are yeah, you telling me the Cardinals aren't better when he's behind the plate than when Kisner's behind the plate? And Kisner has been hitting better. Kisner has been hitting very well recently. I think his average is above 350 recently, or right around 350. Uh, I don't know what his career for 2022 stats are this year, but uh, this month. 313 uh, average this month, excuse me. Kisner's been yeah. at the plate and been very, very good. He's not Yachty behind the plate. He doesn't know how to call a game like Yachty. He does not strike fear into the other team's base runners like Yachty does. It doesn't matter, though. Why it does the opinion I have not matter? I'm, it's it's the only opinion, though. It, it's The thing is is that it it doesn't matter because every other team doesn't have a Yadier Molina behind the plate, and every other team still has a good enough catcher. You know, we talk about Sean Murphy, Wilson Contreras, um, JT Real Muto, Will Smith. They they may not be as good defensively as Yachty, but they're they're holding up their other to the other side too. Because they can hit, but the other those other teams, minus the Dodgers, have other players that are just as bad at the plate. 
it's it's a trade-off, man. Like that's what it is. I know. It's you want to stack. You want this to be like the show where you can just put all the best players in and have the best team ever on paper. Like I don't know why you're not a Dodgers fan. Like, I don't understand why you're not I like a the Dodgers. white Dodgers fan. I like the Dodgers. I, I know you do. It's disgraceful because you're a Cardinals fan. Like it doesn't make sense. But you should just be a Dodgers fan because they go out and they get just put the best, you know, the best roster. Well, it's, it's not that. It's it's you you can't just say, oh, well, Yachty's not performing at the plate, so we got to sweep that away. And hey, every other player has to be has to uh, step up. Yachty does have a hit tonight, by the way. That's Good it. job. Good job. I mean, oh, I he's got twelve hits now. He's got 12 hits. <laughs> I wanted to increase his average a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I know. But I'm saying you got to look beyond it. I mean. I am. But I'm saying oh. that. They almost got hit him right in the face. They almost hit Yachty in the face. That's not good. Listen, you're sitting there going, bad. I wish that would happen. I wish that would happen. That's not good. That is not fun. Guys need to. Okay. Because Yachty can't run, they're having a bun. Just so you know. Sorry, I don't know what happened. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's just that, you know, when you're so bad offensively, you got you can't just say, oh, he's defensively he's so great. I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't looked at his defensive stats this year, but it's probably – I'm not even saying his defensive stats right now outweighs his lack of offensive production. I'm just saying that when you have a guy uh, – you have a guy – who is like Yachty, who deserves – if he wants to play this final year and they want to pay him the money that they're paying him to do whatever they is they want him to do, which is be behind the plate when Wayno's there, and I – then fine. But everybody else on that team has to accept responsibility that if one man goes down or one man's not playing well, we need to do what we can to carry. It's called a team sport. Yeah. And if – it was as bad as you make it sound like it is. I'm sure the team would be like, Yachty, you need to sit the bench unless Wayne knows pitching. Or they'd be going to Marmol and saying, put Yachty up, let Yachty, have Yachty ride the pine pony. I mean, yeah. I it doesn't think sound like that's happening. But should it? That's the thing. I, I'm not even You're not a fucking player on the damn team. Your opinion just, doesn't fucking matter. It should matter, especially. <laughs> but everyone is everyone not saying it because it's Yadier Molina, or is it because he actually is? Do you understand that career greatness earns you that? Has he been clearly great? Really great? There, there were a couple yeah. of years that he was actually somewhat decent. Yeah, okay. I, I admit, 2012 to 2016. Pro. I'm going to kill Crow during Crow season. I'm going to ship it to you. I'm going to tell you to cook it on air when he makes the Hall of Fame. Why does he keep leaving? Anyways, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to pick a fight today, but I I don't like it. Just it, when I my dad. You're not playing well. Come on. When, I mean, my, I get, yeah. when my dad, when my dad is the one who's like, wow, Yachty really sucks. That's because he's one of those homers. He's like, oh, no matter what, you can't talk bad about Yachty. So I'm just like, Look, this is a tough decision, I think, for the Cardinals, uh, for Ali Marmol, Ali, Ali Marmol, and John uh, Mozilla. And we're about to get to Andrew Kisner, but I'm just saying that 
they may have to start saying, look, Andrew Kisner is producing more than Yachty is. We may have to just sit Yachty more. And that's my thing is they, if they're not having the conversations, they're dumb. They're, they're complete dumbasses. Sorry. If they, because right. And this goes back to the point that I've been making all year too. You can't pay someone just for their defense. And right now that's, and Tommy Edmond has turned it around in the last month. Because, uh, you know, for you can't, you can't make that look, Josh. Because, well, I mean, you and I have been horrible for the month offensively. Who have you been watching? He's been doing good this month. I don't know, but he's been better than he has been the last two months. And so, Dylan Carlson right now, Paul DeYoung. Um, you can't have those guys. You can't have all of them because, like I said, it mounts up. So, anyways, uh, Brandon, do you have anything you want to say? No, I'm good. Uh, Andrew Kisner, 12 games, 40 plate appearances, 10 hits, one home run, five RBIs, six walks, 313 batting average, 450 on base, uh, 919 OPS. That's 40 uh, plate appearances, so that's going to look pretty big, but – um, I've already so Good job. Um, I'm very impressed with Andrew Kisner this year or month. Not very impressed, but good job. Um, he's been basically back up this month. So, uh, Brandon, what do you think of Andrew Kisner? Um, I mean, he's been getting a little bit more playing time since Yachty's been kind of letting him more take more reins and everything. But I I thought he's had a decent month. I wouldn't say he's had an absolute great month. Uh, but overall, I thought he, he's played decent. He's had some decent at-bats. He's, he's working on his offensive game, I feel like. But, I mean, a lot of guys, they all work on things throughout the year. But I – I feel like Kisner, he's he's starting to kind of get his reins and everything of the situation that he's in with once this season's over with it. If we don't get Wilson Contreras or Mike or Murphy, then uh, then I feel like he's pretty much trying to get the reins of like I'm gonna be the starting catcher and. Uh, I mean, it, other than that, I mean, yeah, he has Yachty in, in the in the dugout to help him with whatever he needs while he is still with the team. But I feel like, yeah, he's he's still struggling with a little bit of things here and there. But I mean, most players are going to have a little bit of struggles. What are you laughing for? I just read Josh's comment in the private. <laughs> I just killed Logan. <laughs> oh God! Oh man! <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry, Brandon. But uh, to touch on the the plug for tomorrow, uh, talking about if the sorry to kind of watch things up a little bit, but talk for the Blues Note episode tomorrow, about 7, 7.30 p.m. tomorrow night, 
uh, talking about the whether or not the Blues have a chance at making a run for the Cup again and possibly going over the different lines for the team since everything's been kind of shaken up. So if everybody wants to tune in for that show tomorrow, you're more than welcome to. Uh, Josh, I don't know if you were going to be able to make it on for that show or not, but if you can, cool. If not, I'll run it solo, but we'll see. If I can make it, I'll be there, man. That's a little early. But I'll try. I'll try. What What time would be better? Eight. Eight eight thirty. I can probably make it happen. All right. You know I love having some blues hockey. That's how Josh, I get love real time. What do you think of uh, Andrew Kisner? I mean, three thirteen average, four fifty OB. Uh, on-base percentage, 919 OPS. I mean, I can't knock that. He's had a good month, but he's one of the streakiest hitters I've ever seen in my life. I mean, he's either good like he was at the beginning of the season or he's horrendous like he was for two and a half months straight when we needed him to be good. Yeah. Um, it's 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 almost like he's only good when Yachty's available, and it drives me insane. Like, Kisner had every opportunity to take over the catching position for the St. Louis Cardinals and be the primary catcher for the rest of the season, and he choked, straight choked, blew it. And if he would have played better, and I I probably wouldn't even argue with you about how Yachty's being used. If he would have played better over that 50-game span where he or 40-game span, whatever it was, where he just was junk. Like, I probably wouldn't argue with you, but he was was worse than Yachty at the plate, numbers-wise. He wasn't very good. I mean, he was serviceable defensively. But he's a third baseman who got converted to a, a, a catcher who can't hit like a third baseman. I'm not impressed with Kisner. Now, he had a good month. I'll give him that. That's 12 games. I don't think he can do it as an everyday starter. I think he goes back to showing us what he was in the middle of the season, which you may disagree with me, but it is worse than Yadier Molina. So for between the two options, what we have on the roster – Rolling out the rest of the season, I'm fine with Yachty being the number one and Kisner being the number two. So whoever's behind the plate needs to be carried by the rest of the team. Catching is not our strongest suit right now. No. Unfortunately. At least offensively. Which, like, and you and I, we've said it, like, at this offseason, if they go out and get a Wilson Contreras or a Sean Murphy, they need to get rid of uh, Kisner, first of all. Yeah. And then – and even really strongly consider getting rid of Herrera. Why? Why not keep him in the minors and let him continue to develop? Like I don't, I don't know what you're able to do for him. Because, because you can get something for him, and you can. So you're also, gonna go get another catcher because you still need a backup catcher. Well, I don't need it. Like I don't need Wilson Contreras at the front and then have, um, you know, JT Realmuto behind him. You would love that. I mean, I would. Yeah, you would definitely you're love that. Here. But you're, it's going to be like some weird thing. Like, if we can get another Matt Weeders in 2020, yes. like when he was good, when he was, like he would, one year he was so good played. offense. Yeah, one year. I'm. That's why I said 2020 Matt Weeders, not 2021. What is uh, 2019 or? 2020? If I'm going to have Contreras, I'd rather have a young guy who can develop still and learn the game and, and get better than just every year offseason have to go get another one of these one year run catchers. That doesn't work. A catcher is familiar with the pitching staff. But another thing is is that if we we're going to turn Yvonne Herrera into another Andrew Kisner kind of, just not giving him 
plate appearances. Not he's getting what, given he's a two. Huh? He's what twenty two? Uh, twenty one. Yeah, he's young. Okay. He's young. He's but, got two more years, so he needs to be in the major leagues, anyways. So go get Sean Murphy. Oh my God, you freaking kidding? Go get Sean Murphy. Let Herrera sit down in the minors for another season. Go pick up some trash catcher to back up Murphy. Let Murphy yeah. catch 145 games yeah. and use him. And then you bring Herrera up next year so we can sit behind Murphy while we figure out what we're going to do with Murphy. Then but we can you... unload Murphy while, when Herrera gets good. I mean, but my it's better strategy than cashing out the guy who looks to be the heir apparent to Yadier Molina. But I'm just saying, like, if you plan on having Sean Murphy for six years, like you were saying earlier, why why keep Herrera around? All the options are available. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm just saying, I I, I would cons- I would strongly consider it just because instead of yeah, if you can lock Murphy up for six years, I'd agree with you. But I don't yeah. know if that's going to happen, so I want to leave all my options available at this mm-hmm. point. That's all. I'm that's why that's why I said strongly consider. I wouldn't say like go do it now. I, I'm just saying strongly consider. Like I. I'm shocked that Her- Herrera is not on the roster right now. It's stupid, honestly, to me. He didn't perform when he got pulled up. He's not he ready. Played. I think he had like two at bats, so. though. Yeah, but he did not take advantage of the opportunity that was presented to him. Look at the Orioles. They called up the number two prospect today. In his second at bat, he smashes a home run. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, Paul Goldschmidt, 27 games, 119 plate appearances. What the hell did you do that? Uh, 34 hits, nine uh, nine home runs, 27 RBIs, 18 walks. 18 walks. Good Lord. 347 uh, batting average, 445 on base, and a 1.129 OPS in the month of August. Um, he's probably the player of the month in August. I said last week or two weeks ago it was Albert. It's it's Goldie. Um yeah, pretty great. Uh, I don't know what to say. Like, I honestly, I thought it was a down month for him, and then I saw his stats, and I was like, oh, never mind. He had a great month. It just looked like a bad month because Pools' month was so good. Yeah, he was a he was a sneaky it was a sneaky month for Goldie. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? I I think he's had a tremendous month. Uh, but I mean, yeah, like you're saying, it, it didn't look like it on from what you could see on. From the games, but I mean, on paper, I mean, having the accolades he's had, he's had 119 plate appearances, 34 hits, nine home runs, 27 RBIs, 347 average. I mean, it's he's played very, very well. I mean, even on the field, I mean, whenever he had to go up and have to make the catch with uh, the throw from. Uh, I mean that that's a you got to be ready for any kind of situation that's going to be coming your way and he was right there to make a snag yeah so I mean defensively a really good month for him too yeah so I mean and plus with being with close to being uh, in triple crown talks it I mean he's right there with his average, he's a few behind with home runs. Um, Three, I believe. Uh, he is. He's ahead in RBIs yeah. and batting average. 
three home runs behind, and then he is one uh, RBI short. So, I mean, he's he's right there with the best of them that possibly be in talks of the, of the Triple Crown. So, I mean, he's won the watch right now and everything, and he's been playing really good. He's been batting really well. So, I, I think he's had a really great month. Yeah. Josh? Uh, player of the month says it all. Boom, done. Yeah. Okay, Tommy uh, Nolan Nolan Gorman, uh, nineteen games, seventy plate appearances, fifteen hits, two home runs, eight RBIs, six blocks, two thirty four uh, batting average, three hundred on base, seven oh six OPS. Down month for him. Really disappointed. Um, it's that fastball for some reason. He's just not getting it. Um, which is yep, weird because that's the well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's just weird that he's the fastball is the one that gets him. But uh, yeah, I'm disappointed in it. He needs to clean it up. Um, Josh, what do you think? Uh, Gorman, man. Uh, I try not to give the kid too much too much of a hard time because he's a third baseman transitioned over into a second baseman. But I mean, this month. He's got a good month. He's got a bad month. He's got a good month. He's got a bad month. He just he hasn't found consistency yet. Uh, I think he's going to be a really good second baseman long term. Uh, he's got power in the lower. He can smash a ball. Um, defensively, dude needs freaking work. But I think a full off season of second base workouts and, and, and training and development will go a long way for him. He's just one of the guys we got to cover for right now. He's part of the team. He, he had down month. Uh, he's just. I don't know. I feel like he's kind of tailed off a little bit more since DeYoung's come back, and DeYoung's not playing well anymore either. I mean, he got hot in that first couple of weeks, but um, I, at this point, I'd rather see Edmund at short and, and Gorman at second, even with Gorman's defensive liabilities, um, because I think Gorman's got more potential at the plate, and I think him having a, redu- a reduced amount of plate appearances is what's hurting him. Yeah. Now, with that being said, the dude needs to pull his head out of his rear end at second base and make some better throws. I mean, yeah. just horrible, like some ungodforsaken throws he's made. Um, that luckily kind of, cost us too much. I mean, he, he cost us the, the first game against the Braves. He did. I mean, at least it'd be – I think Genesis Cabrera had uh, something to do with that also. But, yeah, he did He did contribute. He killed to the entire momentum. Like, yeah. game was going fine. He makes an error. Cost us two runs. We give up the lead, and all of a sudden everything starts spiraling downward. So – uh, yeah, like I said, I think he's got potential. I don't. I'm not going to give up on Gorman yet. I, I don't turn on players as quickly as Logan does. Um, he's still look on his face. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I do want to say, like, uh, he. It seemed like Edmund was kind of mediocre in his first year uh, defensively, and. And then, like, the next year he was really good at it. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I expect him to be a lot better working with Pop Warner and Stubby Clap, even Jose Akindo. That's, um, where, that's where he's going to develop is working with Jose Akindo. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, that's what they do is those guys are the best at it. Like, And it kind of reminds me, like, the way he throws it. Remember when Colton Wong would – like, there would be routine – routine ground balls right to him and he would throw it 
and it'd be like 10 feet this way and it was the worst i was like come on but he does it like when it whenever there's a lot of pressure which is not good so right uh anyways so nolan gorman uh brandon what do you say for gorman For the few games that I've actually seen him play, behind the plate, he's been, from what I've seen, okay. I haven't seen a, I haven't watched many of the games that he's actually played in. But, the, I mean, defensively, the dude needs a little bit of work. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, I, aside from that, I don't really have much, much input on Gorman. On the season, he does have a 745 OPS and a 113 OPS plus. So it's not like he's having a bad year. It's just, yeah, like Josh says, it's it's weird. Like one month he does really well, and then the next month he goes down. And I think it also has a little bit to do with his player, his playing time. He's not getting a lot of playing time since uh, DeYoung came up. And uh, we'll get to DeYoung in a second. Uh, Tommy Edmund. 26 games, 94 plate appearances, 23 hits, four home runs, 12 RBIs. I think all of them were in the last week, I believe. Uh, 12 RBIs, four uh, walks, 258 batting average, 298 on base percentage, and a 781 OPS in the month of August. Um, pretty good. I think I want to see what happened like between the first half of the month and the second half because the first month he was he was bad. I mean, he was doing really bad. And then the second half, uh, Edmund. No. Oh. And then the second half, he's really turned it on. Like, Two he's hitting ago, home runs. I was questioning if Edmund should be still be playing the game. Yeah. If he shouldn't be riding the match. Two weeks ago, we had that conversation. Yeah. That's why I said his last eight games, he's been fantastic. That's why when Brandon made his comment, like, what are you talking about? What are you watching? I get to watch most of the games. He was really, really bad the first yeah. 13, 14, 15 games of the month. He's been much better in the back half of the month. I'll give him that. He's been red hot bat, had a home run yesterday. Um, I'm with you on that part of it. Yeah. He's, that was a killer a, home run that he had yesterday, too. That was that was a monster. Yeah. He goes was, up. Like he never hits home runs like that. He hits it like just over it, the wall. It was one of those that he hits it off the bat and he knows immediately that's a goner. Yeah. So you, don't see Tommy Edmund, you don't see Tommy Edmund hit many of those, and they even talked about it on uh, ESPN today. Like that, one of those hits from him was something that he doesn't hit very much. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have no doubters like that. So that's really good. Uh, Brandon, what do you think of uh, Tommy Edmund's month of August? I mean. Josh kind of put it in a good way. He didn't. He started out kind of sluggish in the month of August. He he's really came out a lot better uh, the le- the later half. Um, he's put together four home runs, twelve RBIs. So I mean, he's been doing pretty well offensively, or I guess decent that offensively. Uh, defensively, he's been putting together pretty good uh, groundwork I've, from what I've seen. So, I mean, I can't really complain about how his his effort has been. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So hopefully this is an uh, he's going up because Cardinals would really uh, benefit. Obviously, no like no right. shit, Captain Obvious. But yeah, it would be good for him to be to turn it on really uh, at this point. One thing I do agree with Josh though is probably the uh, the moving of him over to shortstop and just. In a way, I feel like moving on from DeYoung would probably be the best thing for the team. Uh, I mean, he's he hasn't been – yeah, he he came up from whenever they moved him down, and he played pretty well for a couple games, but it just seemed like from there it's just been the same old stuff as before they moved him down to AAA. Yeah, he's, he's not doing – yeah, he's not doing hot, and I think he knows that, unfortunately. Um, but we'll get to P- uh, Paul DeYoung more in depth in a second. Uh, Nolan Arenado, 26 games, 111 plate appearances, 37 hits, uh, nine home runs, uh, 29 RBIs, seven uh, walks, 366 batting average, 414 on base, and a 1.127 OPS. Um, really good month. Um Really? He might act. He might actually win Player of the Month instead of Goldschmidt. They could be co-player of the month. So I was going to say, really well, a good a good month, more like a awesome month with how he's been playing. Yeah, I mean, I mean let's just check this real quick. Arnado had one less game, eight less plate appearances, had three more hits, the same number of home runs, two more RBIs. Had 11 less bases on ball. His average was 19 points higher. His on-base percentage was 30, 20, 31 31 points less. And his OPS was .002 less. They could be co-players in the month. That's all I have to say about Arnado. Continues to be fantastic defensively. Has gotten hot at the right time. The thing is, they can't get too hot too early. We didn't even be hot through October, not just in August. This needs to carry for another six to eight weeks, and that's the thing that scares me right now. I'm sure we'll get into that later. But, yeah, Arenado obviously uh, could be player of the month, co-player of the month, whatever you want to call it, um, with him and Goldie. And I got nothing else to say about Arenado, except yeah. he's still the best third baseman in baseball and one of the best defensive players in all of baseball. Brandon. Josh said it pretty well for all of us. Maybe the three of them can be uh, co-players of the month. Pujols, Goldie, and Arenado. And a live update from Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. The Cardinals have closed out the ninth inning. It is still tied 2-2, and we head into extras. Yay. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Mike I God, they don't lose two out of the three to Cincinnati. That would be. They can't. I don't understand. Yeah, they... I don't know who's coming up with the lineup, so I can't give you a prediction. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back with the news. <laughs> um, let's see. Moving over to the outfield, Lars Newbar, 28 games. Newbar! 118 plate appearances, 26 hits. Four home runs, 13 RBIs, 21 walks. 21 walks. Good God. We'll talk about that. The, the dude way. has an eye for two the ball. Se- 
277 batting average, 407 on base, and a 928 OPS plus. Uh, yeah, he's freaking great this month. He's he's proven to the Cardinals, hey, you don't need that Harrison Bader guy. Hey, you don't need Dylan Carlson. Hey, you didn't need Tyler O'Neill whenever he was uh, when he was injured. Yeah, I love how he wants to just get rid of the three starting outfielders from the beginning. Of the season. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying that. I was just <laughs> saying. I was saying you didn't like Car- Tyler O'Neill went down, and everyone was kind of panicking. Harrison Bader got traded. Everyone was panicking. So, Nobody panicked. Got traded. Stop overplaying it. Nobody panicked. He hadn't been playing for the last sixty games of the season, anyways. Nobody panicked. They were worried about the future. But everybody also has seen while Bader had been out that Carlson could cover the, the outfield. Everybody was basically okay with Bader getting, tra- Bader getting traded, minus the women, because they love to look at him. Just get over it. Well, Sorry. Are you done? <laughs> yeah, but how are you overplaying the Bader trade? I'm not overplaying it. I was just saying, people were freaking out. Anyways, they were like, oh, this defense is so great. Yeah, no. uh, and Dylan Carlson, they were freaking out that Dylan Carlson was down. Anyways, but Lars Newbar is doing really great. Good job, Lars. Josh, are you Lars, okay now? Fantastic month for Lars Newbar. Um, he has earned this playing time. He has been fantastic. Uh, ever since Carlson moved to center after the Bader trade, Lars has been an everyday starter for the Cardinals. Played fantastic. He's make, taking the most of the opportunities. I do believe that his increased plate appearances have given him the ability to hit the ball better because he's getting more of a regular feel for the professional pitching. He is seeing the plate better overall. I mean, 21 walks is ridiculous. He's laying off stuff right now that he wouldn't lay off of regular in the season that made it easy to strike out. He was an easy target earlier in the season because he couldn't see the plate. He wasn't knowing how to read pitchers. He's doing fantastic. Logan is very correct. Bader trade did not hurt the team. It made the team better. We got Jordan Montgomery, who's a much better pitcher than what we had in our rotation. And Carlson, defensively, can cover center field at a 90% level of what Bader could. Carlson, up until this month, had been hitting much better than Bader had on a consistent basis. Now he looks like Bader at the plate. Um, But Newbar has earned his spot in right field. He should continue to play right field. And he's only going to get better with more plate appearances and more defensive time, not to mention he's got a really, really good arm. I wasn't taking a shit on Harrison Bader, even though I hate him. Uh, I was just saying, you know, you don't – like, people don't need to freak out. Or, you know, like everyone was freaking out, and Lars Newbar was like, hey, I can still play. I play great. People and were freaking out. Who Montgomery was. Huh? People didn't know who Montgomery was. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people were freaking out because they thought they were going to lose some defense. Anyways, Brandon, what are you saying? Newt is, uh, huh? I was, he, you were having a double count, weren't you? Uh, Newt, he's been he he's been hot. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know anywhere any anything better really to say about Newt's play at the plate. He's been, he, he's got an eye for the ball man right now. And it's, it's really showing with the stats that you just rattled off Logan. I mean, with having, um, 
26 or 118 plate appearances, 26 hits, four home runs, 13 RBIs, 21 walks. I mean, yeah, the dude has been able to – he has been a great eye at the plate. That's better the, than Goldschmidt, sorry. But that's better than Goldschmidt, his walks. 21 walks to 18. That's I because mean, pitchers knew they could strike him out on those two two pitch locations, and he's learned to lay off of them. Yeah. That's, That's experience. True. But Brandon, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just... Oh, you're good. But I mean, he he's seen the ball well. He's making defensive plays tremendously. I mean, moving him to the everyday right fielder, I think, was the best move for Newt and for the Cardinals. I mean, he's he his production is just proof of it. Yeah, he's he's really good. Like, I think I saw that he's, like, fourth in OPS um, since July. I want to say maybe the all-star break. 928 OPS? That's insane. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's, like, he's fifth with Nolan Arenado. Uh, I can't remember who the other guys are, but that's that's really good. And, people, like, I saw they were all talking about Newbar today on Major League, uh, on the MLB Network. So. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, Dylan Carlson, 24 games, 93 plate appearances, 17 hits, two home runs, eight RBIs, 12 walks. I don't know why I put that twice. Uh, 213 batting average, 312 on base, and a 649 OPS. Um, Not a good uh, month, not a good season for Carlson, really. Um, And it's just, I don't know what's wrong with him. But is it sophomore? Yeah, yeah, it is sophomore slump. I I don't know. He just needs to figure it out because he's somebody that the Cardinals have been counting on for a while now. Um, so that's uh, I I'd probably say not so much this year, but maybe next year. I'd say. Carlson definitely would have crosshairs on him, seeing if he is able to produce more than what he has this year or the past years. And if he doesn't, I think he could possibly be on the way out. Yeah. yeah that's- we could get value for him in a trade, I'm sure, at the deadline, um, especially if he's struggling at the plate. Because he's still – I mean, he's proven he's a great defensive asset. And so many teams want defensive assets in the outfield. That's why the Yankees wanted Bader, defensive asset. Yeah, but has he even played yet for the Yankees? No. They didn't want him. <laughs> they wanted him for down the line because they knew they struggled with outfield defensively. Yeah, I mean, look at the guy they have in center field currently. What was it? Uh, ben Is it Ben Attendee or Judge? Ben Attendee. Yeah. They're not good. <laughs> yeah, Ben Attendee can hit. Not that good defensively. He hasn't been hitting. He hasn't been hitting Yeah, he hasn't hit much there. So, um, yeah, so good job. Or actually, don't – not good job, Dylan Carlson. You suck. I like uh, figure job it out. Huh? No. Okay. Uh, Tyler O'Neill, 26 games, 102 plate appearances, 20 hits, 7 home runs, 20 RBIs, 9 walks, 225 average. 314 on base, 797 OPS. Uh, 
he's someone that I want to look at between like August 1st and August 15th and see what his numbers were because he's gotten really hot lately. The dude's um, a stud, and I wish I was as yoked as him. Yeah. His dad was Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was, he was whatever, yeah, Canada's rating for that. Yeah. Or is it Mr. Universe? I think that's, I think yeah. he was Mr. Universe from Canada. Yeah. 1987. Um, so, yeah, good job, Tyler O'Neill. Hope, I mean, the Cardinals definitely need him to get hot. Um, he's seeing the ball really well right now, so. Good job, uh, Brandon. What do you think? Yeah, he's he's been hitting really well. Uh, I mean, the last few at bats. I mean, I know it's later in the month and everything. It's the end of the month actually, but I mean, the last few at bats, he's been seeing the ball really well. Uh, I mean, he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not really much to say about it. <laughs> I mean, O'Neal has turned it on at the right time. He's gotten hot. He looks almost like O'Neal of last year. Um, he's still not a center fielder by any means, but he's hitting the ball well enough, and Carlson's not, that his his offense right now is outproducing his defense. So it's a trade-off. Um, but, yeah, we all wish we were a joke just him. So we'll leave it at that. Feels like so much work though. Um, anyways, yeah, good job, uh, O'Neill. It's only work to get there. If you do it when you're young, it's a lot easier. That's true. Um, Corey Dickerson, 17 games, 54 plate appearances, 23 hits, one home run, five RBIs, zero walks, 426 batting average, 426 on base, uh, 1.037 OPS. Pretty great August for him. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, he, uh, I think, he, what is it, tied the franchise record of 10 for t- going 10 for 10? Uh, so, good job. Um, he was complaining about not getting enough uh, playing time. Uh, and then he's proven that he needs to get some more playing time. So, uh, that's another difficult decision for the Cardinals, I think. Um, whether or not they need to start playing him more or stick with Carlson. Um, so, yeah. And he's not I making mean, it easy, which, which is good. I wish he would walk some more. But, anyways, go ahead, Brandon. I mean, in my opinion with this whole thing, having – I mean, you already know you have Lars locked up at right field. Okay. I mean, having – Donovan playing the way he has been in left field, I, and then especially with his bat, I don't see how you can move him away from left. And O'Neal, how he's been batting as well, I I don't see how you can take him out of the lineup, lineup as well, Have him, having him in center. So, I mean, with how the outfield has been playing and how the lackluster effect that Carlson has been having – I know, I know that I know Marnell and Mo probably want him to be in the lineup to probably get his reps in to get better. But I almost think with how these three guys have been playing in the outfield and even on the plate, I don't see how you can take him out down the stretch. Yeah. 
You DH him against rights and righties, and you DH Albert against lefties. That's how you solve this problem. How? What is that answer? D, uh, Dylan Carlson hasn't been hitting at the plate. Not that well. Carlson can get hot again, and he can find his strength again. Dickerson is a liability in the outfield. It, 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 that's if he gets hot again. You're not going to know for sure if he's going to get hot again or not. Okay, so when when Dickerson misses three easy outs, catchable balls in the outfield, and allows four runs off of it because he can't get the ball in in time, if he doesn't hit for home runs and he doesn't hit for RBIs, what's it matter? At that point, again, I'd still rather keep Dickerson's bat in the lineup against right-handers where he's hitting when he's not playing in the outfield. You can run that back and forth. Wait, are we talking about Dickerson or, or Donovan? I'm confused now. We're talking about Dickerson. You mentioned Donovan. And I'm like, we haven't got to him yet. Okay, I'm – my bad. I'm, it's all right. We, 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 but I, I thought know. you were talking about Carlson and Dickerson. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, Dickerson's not that good. To, I mean, Dickerson's been hot, yeah, but we'll keep him as the DH against righties like he was signed to do in the offseason. I agree with you with Donovan. Donovan's, Donovan's our little – our little Swiss Army knife. I love Donovan. So I'm with you there. So, like, meh. Um, but when it comes to Dickerson, yeah, he's hitting well right now. Keep putting him in the lineup somewhere to hit. But I don't like him in the outfield. I don't. He's not a good left field. And this is every man. I'm not alone on saying this. He's not a good left field. He probably needs to be moved to right. Where move, and move new? No way. And not move, move, new? Well, move new? Move, well, move new to left. I think New is a better so, out left fielder than Dickerson. So you guys are ready to just cash in on Carlson and give up on the rest of the season? No, yes. I'm not saying. I'm saying that there needs to be a conversation. You're always about conversation what? Conversation well, don't do jack squat, bro. Make there the needs line. to be a conversation. Okay, let's have a conversation. I, I thought pick we your heard. lineup. Pick your starting outfielders right now. Who are your outfielders you're going with? My outfielders. Yeah, pick them. Playoffs. Playoffs. Okay. There's a left-handed uh, at uh, left-handed pitcher, I say. Right. Uh, well, I mean, and then we can go to right right now. Yeah, that's right? what I said. Right. Do you want to do? We'll so do left-handed. Uh, left-handed pitcher, I do Dickerson and right, New Far and left, O'Neill and center. That's my thing. Okay, now do your right-handed outfield. Oh, right-handed? Donovan at right, O'Neill at center, and uh, New Bar at left. Sorry. So you, and then, so uh, you Dicker, Dickerson at uh, DH. So, so you're, you're just really switching. New Bar should just move to left field, is what you think. Yeah. So you think Marmol doesn't know what he's doing and Not, he's got New Bar in the wrong place? Not saying that. You just said you put New Bar in left field for both situations. That's what I would do. Okay, so you don't you disagree with what Marmol is doing on, on with lineup? That's all I'm saying. Well, no, I, I think what he's doing is he's giving, you know, players like the Young and Carlson chances, and kind of giving them more and more chances because they've been around a little bit. And I think I think if he had total control because I don't know if he has total control and he says I don't care about the consequences I would put I would take Carlson out for a little bit and take 
Young out for a little bit. I would take Young out of the lineup, period, actually. If he I think that's what is the so that's what I'm. That's what I'm, my point is. Is I don't think, I don't think him putting, not putting New Bar in left field or Dickerson out there and benching Carlson is purely all on him. I think it's him just needing to, needing to give them a chance. Okay. Well, there's no way I move New Bar out of right. I just don't do it. He's he's a rookie player. He's finally getting consistency in a position. There's no way I'm screwing with that with that juju. I'm just not doing it. His butt stays in right. Between whoever's playing defensively better. Because if I have two outfielders who are hot with a bat, I'll take Newt Bar, and I can rotate O'Neal, and I can rotate Dickerson. Like So when we're facing a right-handed pitcher, Dickerson can DH, O'Neal can play left. It keeps all those bats in the lineup. Okay. Donovan doesn't play the outfield all that often, Brandon. So hold on, he plays more in the infield. <laughs> I I get mixed up with my positions. I'm sorry. I know that's why I'm just that's why I'm just hold on. I would rather see Carlson against a big team, a team with big bats who can hit all over the field. I would rather see Carlson in center field and deal with his streakiness at the plate if I'm against a left-handed hitter. If I'm against a right-handed hitter, Dickerson sits until we need him to pitch hit later in the game. I still keep O'Neal in, in left because he's a gold glover in left. I keep Newbar in right because he's playing well and he's hitting well. And Carlson so runs better than everybody else on the team. We're going to be playing against teams that can hit the ball in the playoffs. So who do I want in center field? I want my best center fielder defensively. But you're also playing top pitching. Okay. I still want him in for six innings, the first six innings of the game. I can sub him out and move O'Neal over to center and put Dickerson to the left at the end of the game if I have to. But so you're saying that – so that's now Yachty and Carlson, and I'm not trying to bring this back on Yachty, but I'm saying that's two bats right now that are dead, that are not producing well. That's what, uh, 25%, not 25 I don't know the math there, oh. but – that no, that's no twelve. Yeah, twelve percent of your. I don't know why I had twenty five right there. Twenty twelve percent of your lineup right there. That's and the bottom half of that lineup is really bad. I mean, it's brutal to have to see Carlson, Molina, and DeYoung back to back to back, especially when you have runners on base. I'm not putting DeYoung in the lineup. Period. I know. I know. I'm just saying you had to take that out of my equation. I'm not I've taking that. I'm not putting it in your equation. I'm saying. Right now, we're seeing that right now, where we're they're such like mojo killers. Like you can walk Goldie, Arenado, uh, O'Neill, or whatever, and then you can still get out of the inning if you know Dottie and Dion and Carlson get up. But you're not going to see those three even close. Again, I don't have Dion in my lineup, so that's irrelevant. But those two are going to be at the bottom at, at eight and nine. So even if I have, even if okay, let's say some team's stupid enough to walk those three guys, I've still got Donovan, yeah, or Dickerson at DH, or Pools against a lefty. Plus, I got Newt Bar. You got three other guys before you get to those. So your argument's jank. 
That's all I'm saying. Brandon, what do you think? Uh, your what would your lineup look like or uh, outfield look like? Mm, I I honestly would probably have <clears throat> Newton Wright, Newton Wright. Um, depending on the situation, I would probably have. For defensive purposes, yes, Carlson and center. Otherwise, it'll be O'Neal because we have Dickerson and left. If Dickerson wasn't in left, it would be O'Neal. Yep. So Dickerson left as you're starting? And who is is this against a this is against a right handed at bat? Yeah. Or right handed or pitcher. Yeah. Um, I guess the left hand pitcher becomes tougher because you gotta think that Pools is gonna be your DH. So yeah. it's it, it's tougher against the left hand pitcher, but there's more yeah. right hand pitchers in the league. So yeah. we're we're talking majority over here. Yeah. But I'm just saying if there's but I'm saying that you should give be giving Dickerson more at bats because mm-hmm. he's doing so good. Yep. Okay, so what happens when he cools off? This he's had one good month the entire season. Well, hold on. By the way, I wanted to say this: uh, Newt Bar has played five games this year at left, which isn't much, but still, that's good. At least I think it gives him a little bit of maneuvering room. Who am I looking at? Dickerson. I think Dickerson's played what 45, 50 games? Uh 67 games. 283 batting average, 317 on base, uh 750 OPS and a 114 OPS plus. I mean, he's above average. And right now, what Carlson isn't I think he's uh Carlson is at seven oh eight, one oh three OPS plus three seventeen on base, which isn't bad, but I'll take his defense over. I'll take his defense over Dickerson's bat. I don't know. I just think there should be a conversation with saying, "Hey." Why not? Yeah. Uh, Brendan Donovan, 21 games, 68 plate appearances, no home runs, seven RBIs, five walks, 361 batting average, 418 on base, 828 OPS. He continues to be consistent. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Man, you're going to ruin it for me. Life is full of disappointment. (laughs) You are my life disappointment. Brandon, go ahead. That wasn't even close, man. He looked like he—he looked like he had it, like the way he had it. Or he was looking at it. Oh, they're giving him a standing ovation. Uh, Brandon, what were you saying? Let Josh go first because I'm meet myself for a minute. Okay. Oh, I mean Donovan. I mean, I can't say a bad word about Donovan. Like, 
Like he's he's been fantastic. He continues to be what he has been basically all season. Yeah, his his offensive production is down a little bit. Um, but he still works the count better than almost anybody in the league. He's, his walks aren't as high as we've seen earlier in the year. But still 418 on base percentage. Still 828 OPS. Still 361 average. I mean, Donovan is arguably becoming one of my favorite players on the St. Louis Cardinals. They need to sign him before he gets too outrageously priced. Give him a freaking seven, eight-year deal. With an option here or an option there, whatever. Give him some decent cash. And let's find a place to, for him to call home while still having the ability to rotate him through the field and the lineup. He can play anywhere. He hasn't pitched. He hasn't caught. He's played everywhere else. And in the, in the, in the DH area that we have now, we need guys like that. We don't need a bunch of them. We need one, maybe two. He's a guy we need to look at keeping. He's young. He's a rookie. He's number three in the odds to win rookie of the year. He's higher than Nolan Gorman in the odds race to win rookie of the year. So I love Brendan Donovan. He, he I love the, the way he plays the game. He reminds me, and don't take this the wrong way. When you watch him play, he reminds me of Bader. He loves the game. He has fun. He runs hard. I love his slides in the home when he doesn't need to. That's about the only thing he does that reminds me of Bailey. That's his little dramatization, and he's got the hair. But I love him. I, I think he's fantastic. And if he keeps this up, he's going to be a Cardinal for a very, 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 very long time. They just need to find a spot that he can call home um, so he doesn't have to worry about carrying five gloves to every stadium. <laughs> Uh, Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, I uh, I think he's been playing really well. Uh, he's been a spark plug for much of the little bit that he's been playing in August. Uh, he's been keeping the team going. And, I mean, yeah, he's been – I think he's been playing really, really well. And I, I love the production that he's been having. Yeah, very good. Uh, Albert Pools, 22 games, 63 plate appearances, 22 hits, 8 home runs, 16 RBIs, 3 walks, 393 batting average, 460 on base, and 1.335 OPS. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Co-co, co-player of the month? Probably. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. That's 63 RB, uh, three, 63 plate appearances compared to Goldie's and Arenado's uh, 118. So, yeah, 118 and 111, I think it was. Um, so yeah, I would I would do Coco Co Player of the Month. Uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, really turned it on. Really made the 700 race interesting this month because before this month we were like, yeah. He's probably not going to get it. And then he goes and crushes eight home runs this month. And so, good job. Uh, Josh, go ahead. Our Coco Co Player of the Month. Man, he's looked, uh, he's looked good defensively as well at first base. He's made no errors. Um, he's hitting the ball great. He's seeing the plate well. He's even getting hits on right handers right now, not at the rate that he's smashing lefties, 
but he is putting the ball in play and getting hits against right-handed pitching. So um, I think they just keep sending him to the plate. He keeps seeing the plate. It's only going to make him better, just like everybody else. More repetition, you're going to be more consistent. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing, AP. Love you. We want 700. You know, keep rocking it out. Brandon? Deep covered it pretty well. Okay. Okay. Paul DeYoung, 26 games. I didn't think he played that many. Oh, yeah. Uh, 88 plate appearances, 14 hits, three home runs, 13 RBIs, 10 walks, 187 batting average, 307 on base, 680 OPS. That's not mm. good. Uh, most of the, those, uh, the three home runs and the 13 RBIs, I believe, were in the first like half of the month. Not even the first half, first week, it seemed like. He yeah. may have, he got one home run. Wasn't against the, it was the Diamondbacks. That's right. And that was mm-hmm. in the middle of the month. But the uh, he's just not doing well. I I wish I had gotten his stats in the last half month. Um, and just didn't. Um, he's not doing good. He doesn't have a position on this team. And I'm sorry to people who are like still love Paul DeYoung, but. I don't think there's anybody left, Logan. To be honest, I don't think you need to. I don't think you needed to warrant uh, an apology is warranted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad there's. I'm, I I'm glad there's no. The owner deserves to be here anymore. I I did hear my dad say that he went on his car on the Cardinals page and he goes, he like I think he hit a home run against the Diamondbacks and someone goes, "We're all the De Young haters now," and I was like, "Okay." Hey, you see one of those every once in a while, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so very disappointing. Um, or is it really disappointing? Like we, he did, what we expected? Like we were looking at his numbers in the minor leagues and we were like, why, why is he getting brought up? That's only going to end in heartbreak for him. Well, I mean, and, he had like 17 homers and 40 something RBIs in the minors. Yeah. But his, his, his numbers were bad. He, I think he was like 270 on base percentage. Um, and like his OPS you know, plus wasn't that bad though. What was his OPS plus? It wasn't as bad as the other stats. That's the that's where using your stats as puzzle pieces come through. He had like two good stats, and everything else was up, way under average. Hold on, let me look at that now. Because I'm pretty sure his OPS was down, and I know that they don't show OPS plus in the minor leagues. We're still talking about the young. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and talk about uh, Paul DeYoung real quick, uh, Brandon. Uh, mm. DeYoung, DeYoung, DeYoung. Other than, I mean, yeah, he got sent down to the minors for a little bit, came back up. Whenever he played against Diamondbacks, he had a really good grand slam that he hit. Other than that, I... I don't really know much else really good to really put on about the young. That's he will not be with the team come next season. That that's the best that I can say for the guy. Okay, he did have good. He had a good OPS. I don't know why it is different now than it was back then. I don't know if they had to update the. Maybe they didn't update the minors. 
Yadi just gave up the a good possible ending for us. So never mind. I stand corrected. He was doing well in minor leagues, eight sixty five on OPS. But I mean, he was like leading the minors for a while there. So I was like, what are "You talking about? We talked about let, this. Let him play down in the minors. Yeah. Not for six and a half million a year. Nine million next year. Yeah, I mean, he's just um, they just need to buy him out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at this point, it's just better to cut your losses. Um, so yeah, there goes our position players. Uh, Josh, you have an idea for us? Yes. Yeah, right. What? Yeah. Give Paul DeYoung to Wilson Contreras. Yeah, like that'll work out. <laughs> I mean, I wish uh, it would. Don't get me wrong. I wish it would. It's just ain't going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Josh, do you have any uh, – do you have an ad to read for us? Um. Yeah, we can do Roll One Brand. Roll One Brand. Vintage artwork, vintage stuff. Vintage sports apparel. Um, we love Row One Brand here at Variety Sports Network. Um, so for your man cave, you got to get done, or you're just moving to a new house, or you need something for the bedroom, or like I said, the man cave, the basement, the garage. Um, if you have family members that love older sports um, artwork and apparel and things of that nature, go check out Row One Brand. When you buy something out of their art gallery, put in BSP15 at checkout, get you 15% off any of the art you get. Um, we've got t-shirts from them. The stuff looks freaking awesome. I love it. And they've got everything from like college football, the NFL, baseball, all sorts of different sports and, and looks. So definitely go check out Row One Brand. Again, if you need anything out of their art gallery, go put in BSP15 and check out. Get you 15% off your order. And the guys aren't paying attention, so they're delayed. So let's talk about In the Clutch as well. Because In the Clutch is our other uh, sports apparel advertiser with us. And... Their stuff's super cool because it's not just team-oriented. It's player-oriented. So, like, Logan loves Trey Turner. I found him a couple of Trey Turner shirts. found him an old Juan Soto shirt. Um, I went and found Brett Hall stuff when it comes to hockey. I found me a Yachty and a Wayno shirt. Um, so, check out In the Clutch. When you go to their checkout, um, you put in Variety Sports in all caps. That's the key here. You got to do all capital letters for Variety Sports. Get you 10% off your entire order. Um, everything and all things you order. Uh, they got all kinds of neat stuff. So go, go check out In The Clutch. It's a lot of different kinds of sporting apparel, very individualized for a lot of the things. But check out In The Clutch, Variety Sports, all cap at check, all caps at checkout, 10% off your order. Sorry, I was eating. It's all right. You're allowed to eat, brother. You just got to give me a heads well, up. I was. I didn't think you were going to get done that quick. Which I actually have ordered that Brett Hall shirt from uh, In The Clutch. <laughs> have you got it yet? That is awesome. I love that shirt. You should wear it for tomorrow night. I don't have it yet. Uh, when I get it, though, I will wear it for one of the shows. I'll take a picture and send it to us the day you get it. Oh, my God. The Cardinals yeah. are going to Okay. Pitchers. Adam Wainwright, six games, three, uh, 39.2 thirds. Uh, innings pitched 258 array, 272 FIP, and a 106 whip. Whip it, whip it, real hard. Pretty, pretty good for Wainwright this month. Uh, pretty good for a 41 year old. You call that pretty good? Yeah, pretty good. Oh, what's wrong, Brandon? Oh, he thinks Wayno should be gone too because he's old. No, I actually, I actually like Wayne. No, 
my reaction was to the play that the Cardinals yeah. just fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Brandon, what do you think of Adam Wainwright's month? I, I thought he had a pretty good month. I, he he had uh, – oh, God. My phone's not being cooperative with oh. me. Sorry. Um, I what? thought – I didn't know what was going on with your. Oh, and I was like, um, I, my, my brain took a mental just minute to just process. Um, I thought Wayno actually had a pretty, pretty good month. He, he did well. He had a uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't have, I don't really yeah. have a whole lot. It, Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um Yeah, it, it it was good. It was a good month. I don't know. It's kind of weird because like with 39 innings pitched, you kind of want the ERA to be a little bit lower, but it's I mean, it's good for what he's been doing and what he's doing is you know, he's given the Cardinals more chances. So, that's good. Uh, fantastic month. First off, basically every game he pitched, he was in it. I think all but one game, he went six plus innings. Um, for a 41 year old, Wayno looks fantastic. Uncle Charlie still works. He is pitching without a fastball that goes 90 plus miles an hour, and he is still taking care of business. Wayno is fantastic. He had a great month again. And sorry, I had to get up because I had to make sure I was seeing what I thought I was seeing because the Cardinals now have five guys in the infield, only two outfielders. So they're putting the game on the line right now. Um, but sorry, that's why I got up and walked away for a minute. And well, yeah, it, it, two on okay. with two no outs. Well, yeah. Five First and third. Anything gets over, it's over. I mean, it's over anyways. It doesn't matter. It's not a bad call. I'm not, I'm not going to critique that call. Um, but we don't, we don't have a great month. I, I, don't, I don't know why you underplay that. Um, at least I feel like you underplay that. I'm not underplaying it. I'm I, just I, – I feel like it could be a little bit better, but it's whatever. I mean, out of our starters, we had the second lowest ERA, and it's under three. I'll take it all day long. And he had the most innings pitched. I'll take it all day long. Is that it? That's all I got. On to the next one. Okay, Miles Michaelis. He's getting concerning. Six games, 36 innings pitched, uh, uh, 5.75 ERA, 474 FIP, and a 122 WIT. Yeah, not the greatest. I think it's two really bad games that he's had, um, which kind of contributes to this. But still, I think it was – was it the Diamondbacks and the – in the uh, Rockies or something. That was really bad for him. Anyways. Um, down month for him. But the Cubs either. I don't know who. It seemed like he had two really bad games, which contributes to this. Um, but I don't remember who it was. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Uh, he's just – he's having a rough month. I, I I think some of the defensive linemen aren't helping it as well. 
it seems like sometimes the hits are just getting through the infield or, you know, the off the outfield shifted and it's going, the balls are going where they're not supposed to go. I mean, he had a, he, he's been phenomenal. He's been consistent all year long. He's had one bad month. Let's hope he works out of his system, has a great September, and he rolls into the playoffs. I'm not going to worry about it yet. Now, if it was two months in a row he, he had these issues, I'd be a little more concerned. Um, but it's one bad month. I'm, I'm not – I'm not taking it too super seriously right now. I wish it was earlier in the season, but um, you know, pitchers. And he's the thing is, he's been healthy all season. I don't think he's missed a start. So, oh, that's not good. They're going to challenge oh. that. They're gonna Here we go. That. Let's check it out. Play at home. I haven't made it there yet. Shush. Yeah, they're going to challenge that. He's going to. Yes, I think I think, it, I think he I think he beat it. Well, Anyways. it's not fault. We can say that much. Um, yeah, that was a wide throw. It was a horrible throw. That was, that was a, yeah, here comes the challenge. Anyways, you know, I'm not going to worry too much about Mike List, to be honest with you. If he comes out two more starts like this in a row, then maybe I'll be a little more concerned going to the playoffs. But it's a bad month. Every pitcher has it. He's been healthy all season. He hasn't missed a start, to my knowledge. It happens. Maybe not. Yeah. I I mean I couldn't really say anything better about Michaelis myself other than what Josh just said. He I thought he came out probably early August was playing decent, but the last few starts he's he's kind of struggled a little bit, I thought. But I who knows? Probably. Ali Marmol, look at the TV. Coin flip. <laughs> oh man! Sorry, Brandon. Go ahead. But uh, that's really all I had. It's just he he played. He towards towards the beginning of this. The month he probably was he was playing pretty decent. Uh, he he struggled as of late, but I think once September kind of rolls around and starts getting into more games, I think he'll be back to where he was at. So real time, I want to say something real quick for yeah. the challenge. I don't think it's enough to overturn it. He's yeah. Out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing it right now. At first, it looked like he beat it, but then I agree with you. I thought he did with the slow mo. It doesn't look like slow mo looks like he's out. So with the especially with the umpire being in the way, I think. Yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird like throw by Edmund, and then a weird like root take. Hey, Josh, Logan. Yeah, I saw that. Okay. Um, oh, there it goes. Jordan Montgomery, five games, 30 innings pitch, 1.76 ERA, 221 fit, and then .82 width. Um, yeah. Uh, he came He came into the Cardinals organization, and he did pretty good. Uh, pretty good, yeah. Pretty, pretty good. good. Best pitcher the Cardinals in the month of August. Best Hands down. Not even yeah. close. No, no. 
he he had um, the one bad outing, but I think wasn't that because of some other like weird coincidence or whatever? No, the the Braves were just getting them. It's the Braves, man. They're, they're yeah. one of the best teams in baseball. I mean, it's yeah. gonna happen. If he had if he had shut out the Braves, I I probably would be buying his jersey, being like, "You are the greatest single player of all time." No. Um, but yeah, good, really good job. Over exaggerates. Over. Uh, He's over, you know, I mean, like, he's beat expectations that we had. Um, we thought it was just going to eat innings, and oh, my gosh, if it's Austin, run mine. Anyways, um, good job. Well, they walked the guy in front of him to make sure he was at the plate, just so you know. Yeah. No, I, I saw that, but I was just thinking if he's the one who gets it. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? Uh, Montgomery, I, I – I, he he he's had a monster month. I, I thought he played has played ex, exponentially well. Other than I mean the one outing against the Braves, there he he's been since we've acquired him at the deadline. Montgomery's played fantastic, and I mean every once in a while we'll have the the off days and whatnot. But I mean especially playing against uh, Atlanta. He only kept them to what I think it was five earned runs that game. Yeah, were they all earned? Hmm? I think one was under earned. I think it was four earned runs. Yeah, and one I, think, I, think, I think bad defense is uh, costing one of those runs. But I mean, but, yeah, hey, other than that, other than that, I thought Montgomery's had a, a great month. A great start to his Cardinal career, and I can't wait to see what he has in the future. Yeah, amen. I want to. I want to extend him. Yeah, if he can continue to do this, yeah, absolutely. Um, Monty's been great. Monty was well worth trading Bader. I don't care if you like what I'm saying or not. Well worth the trade. The best thing you have is a player who's available. Matt would probably be a little upset. Who? Natalie. Natalie. Oh, she can fantasize about Brendan Donovan. Okay. <laughs> hey, now. Gosh. Anyways. That's hey. just mean. <laughs> hey. Me? He's trying to point at me. Oh, okay. I was like, what did I do? I'm trying to help you here. Um, Monty's been a very happy surprise um, to, I think, almost every Cardinal fan. If you don't like the Bader's gone, get over it. He doesn't even look the same anymore because the Yankees made him cut his hair. Uh, he does, he's not even recognizable. He's, he's never going to have fun. I'm as a Cardinal, too, by the way. Shoot, I can't even remember him looking anything but like with the long Floyd locks. But we're not talking about Bader. We're talking about Montgomery. The trade worked out. Stop crying about it. Trade worked out. Who's crying about it? it? Business. It's I'm talking about people who are crying about it. Yeah. Oh. Trapped in the seventy-year-old uh, bodies. <laughs> so, all right. On, he's been the best acquisition we had at the trade deadline at this point for a while. I mean, like I can't even think of who we got in a trade that in the last couple of years that has been so good. Last couple of years, try like the last five or six. Well, yeah, ten years. Yeah. Anyways, um, very cool. <sighs> Very good for uh, Jesus Christ. Sorry. Um, 
Anything no. else on money? Wait, giving shit away, Josh. I haven't even got to this. I mean, the guys only behind me. I don't know. I don't know how you guys are behind me. Because you probably have cable. No, I have the TV app or I have the MLB app. And I'm streaming off of six streams, so I get way behind That's everybody right. else. That's right. I'm off direct TV stream. Okay, Jose Quintana, five games, twenty-four and two thirds innings pitched, uh three dot two eight ERA, three forty-five fifth and a one fifty whip. Started off really good. Kind of come down a little bit, come down to earth. Um, but he's eating innings and he's better than Dakota Hudson. So that's all that's all that Flaherty. Well yeah, Flaherty this year, yeah. Uh Brandon. You don't like him. You don't like him? Not by that he, reaction. He's not a sexy pitcher, that's for sure. No. <laughs> Uh, Jose Quintana, I, yeah. I I thought he's played fairly decent. Uh, there's times where I mean I I have my opinions of him, but he's played well. I thought down the stretch of the last few games that he's played, but yeah, I thought he's he's played decent. Oh, yeah, I was confused. They brought Kisner in to pinch run. And I was like, well, why is he pinch running? But it was for Yachty. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> Anyways, Josh. Um, so Quintana came in fantastic. Those first three games he had, I was like, oh, my gosh. We hit the jackpot. I have to apologize to Mo and Gersh for their trade deadline moves. Um, Yachty just got a standing ovation in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. Probably because it's probably the last time I'll be in I'm, Cincinnati. I'm pretty sure they're all Cardinals fans, so. I, I don't know what I'm saying. They're all there. Uh, no, there's plenty of red shirts there. Anyways, yeah. okay. Um, I thought Quintana was going to be just like Monty going into it. I knew it wasn't going to last, but um, those first few games, it was just like, oh my god. Do you want the we audio of the, the standing ovation? No, we're good. Okay. But uh. I thought we're going to have the best starting rotation the second half of the season. Quintana's being serviceable. He's eating innings. He's pitching fairly well. He's had he had one outing where it was a it was a weird I, inning. It was it was a weird inning. I think he was only charged with two of the earned two runs were earned. I think five were scored that inning. We had multiple defensive casualties, is what I'm going to call them in that inning because our defense sucked. Because our outfielders couldn't catch the ball, run it down, or throw it where they needed to. It makes good pitchers or above average pitchers look bad. And he got pulled after like two and the third or two and two thirds. Two and two thirds. So, um, thank you. Um, but this is where defense actually makes a difference. I know you guys don't care about defense and don't think it wins games, but it sure Simple. does. We don't care. Three errors in an inning makes a difference and gets the starting pitcher pulled and you eat up your bullpen. So, uh, um, don't care about defense. You care about defense. Oh, my God. It's only the third most important part of baseball. It is oh, the third most important part. <laughs> See, you're making Brandon angry, and he I never gets angry. Logan to come to town and for us to have dinner or something. I'm going to smash a beer bottle across his head. Logan, do you know how many of these have gone through tonight? Oh, gosh. How many? 
At least ten. Are those those alcoholic news? I didn't know we were drinking. I mean, I I, I mean, I didn't know we were chugging stuff. Oh, Mountain Dew, hard Mountain Dew. I got. Hey, Brandon, pick some. Would be a hard Mountain Dew guy, aren't you? Out here. What? I can't find those out where I live. You need to mail me a pack. Um, I'll bring them up to you. I'll come visit. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, Quintana, he just needs to get back on track. It seems like he's not pitching as well as the Central Division teams, but we'll see what happens the rest of the way. Thank God we're not going to play Central Division teams in the playoffs. And uh, hopefully he gets back to the way he was when he started with us. Wasn't he? He was with us in. He was with the National League team. That's what I'm saying. All the the Central Division National League teams have seen him so much. They know him. He seems to be pitching better against teams that are outside of the division. I get what you're saying. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate you saying my Not you. Not you, Quintana. Not you, too. Yeah. Pubic haired. Was he? Okay. That took a left turn. First um, Let's go. Okay. Uh, Dakota Hudson. What the fuck is this episode? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Um, uh, Dakota Hudson. We have stuff to say about him. And it's two hours into the show. Five games, yeah, 25 innings pitch, 576 ERA, 377 fit. I don't think that's right. I think it's a 477 fit or 577 fit. And a 168 whip. Um, yeah, he's he's not doing that. Okay, and then Brandon just left. Um, yeah, and this kind of goes into what I wanted to talk about. Yes, uh, he had to go break yesterday's game. Uh, what was that? He had to go break the seal. He's still in the studio. Oh, okay. Um, I am going to give you the uh, the screen for a minute, though. Okay. So this this is what kind of annoyed me first. Uh, Yes, or what was it? Last week they skipped his start, uh, which I believe was against. It was against the Cubs. Uh, I believe it was Thursday's game. No, no, no. He pitched against uh, the Cubs on thir- last Thursday. That was right, and he did really well. And um, we thought maybe he's going to turn it around because they said that he they wanted to see how he does against right-handed pitching. I guess I think it was or left-handed pitching. Um, and he's just not doing it. Um, he's just not a good starting pitcher. He's not even a good pitcher right now. Um, I hope he turns it around because, you know, the first year he came up, he was pretty good. Um, but he's just not, he's not there. And I, right now it's hard to argue for him to get a starting position uh, or uh, start in a rotation when Jake Woodford went and did really well. Um, and you have Zach Thompson also. Um, Jack Flaherty coming up soon, who's apparently doing really good against – he's doing a lot better than he did in his last rehab stint. He's also uh, pitching in double-A. He is pitching in double-A, yeah. That is very true. Um, so, yeah, it's – yeah, I I hope this is the last time we talk about Dakota Hudson uh, for the month in a month review. Uh, he may be better as a bullpen guy, but he needs to be out of the rotation. 
Um, and it's not even, oh my God. Um, yeah, so, Brandon, what do you think? Yeah, Hudson, he's he's been struggling. And I'm, I'm hoping that with the way Woodford's been pitching and possibly with uh, Flaherty coming back into the possible lineup, uh, I, I feel like Hudson should probably be put back into the bullpen for Woodford to come up as a fifth starter or possibly uh, Flaherty whenever he gets back into the, the team. Randy, you got a thought you want to finish there? No, I'm watching the game. It's just depressing. Uh Um, So, Hudson, yeah, he just – he's not there yet. It doesn't look like he's fully recovered from the Tommy John surgery. Um, You know, I'm going to get – I'm going to – I'm not going to weigh in on his future as a Cardinal yet unless they can get something for him in the offseason. But – it looks like to me he needs the full recovery time from Tommy John surgery, and he just probably didn't get everything he needed. Especially, and we we when we talk about these guys who are struggling this year, and and I'm gonna say this in defense of Flaherty too, okay, just because I want to be this point to be unbiased. These guys did not have an off season with the organization. They didn't get to talk to their team doctors. They didn't get to do their regular team workouts with their medical and training staff. I'm trying to give Hudson the benefit of the doubt. I want Flaherty to be good. I think he's a head case. Um, he's got a slap tear that needs to be taken care of, in my opinion, the correct way instead of just doing rehab and whatever the other oh. avenue is on the slap tear for Flaherty. I would I would do that as quickly as possible in the offseason. I have no hopes when Flaherty comes back that he's going to be able to start. I don't. Um, They'll probably put him in the bullpen to start. No, well, that's what they're talking about doing, but they're talking about going to a six-man rotation, potentially, uh, to finish out the season, just to get them stretched out. Because they're already saying that when Steven Matz comes back, Matz is going to the bullpen uh, because there's not going to be room for him to start and there's not enough time to develop him for lengthwise this season. So the pitching is going to be kind of all over the place the, the last month of the season going into the playoffs. But Hudson – needs to get it in check in the offseason and come to spring training ready to pitch. And he's going to have to fight for a starting position in the rotation if he wants to be a part of this team next year because Matt's assigned for another three or four years at, you know, $10 million a year. He ain't going nowhere unless somebody wants to trade for him like the Mets, which with the rotation they have, they don't need him anymore, even though they wanted him. Um, so Dak just needs to get his stuff together. It's just all ears to it. He doesn't need to be in the starting rotation. I'm sure his confidence is completely shaken, and mentally he's probably crushed. So it is what it is. It's an unfortunate situation for the Cardinals, but that's what happens when you don't address the needs you need in the offseason, and then you just got to do it at the trade deadline, and now you're staring on the barrel of a shotgun, and you got to hope <laughs> for it like that. Yeah. Um, Here we go, five infielders again, because there's a man on third with one out. Okay, yeah. Um, so there's your starters. Um, Giovanni Gallegos, eight games, eight innings pitch, 1.13 ERA, 175 fifth, and a .50 whip. Very good for Gio. 
Gallegos has been hot. Yeah, he's uh, he's a very he's he's very sneaky, um, and he's good. So makes me happy. Uh, Josh, he looks like consistent again. That's the biggest thing I want out of my bullpen arms. I want consistency. I want um, good delivery, good pace. Uh, I mean, I can't complain about Gallegos right now. Looks good. Oh, he's consistent. I thought you were saying he was inconsistent. I was like, what do you mean inconsistent? Consistent again. He had he had some inconsistencies earlier in the year where I was complaining about him here and there. Not all the time, not on a regular basis. Um, I was inconsistently complaining about his inconsistencies. Uh, but he he looked good. He was nice and consistent in August. I like that, especially in September in the playoffs. It so, seems like I'm, he does it seems like he doesn't like being the closer. Like I think it just messes he's with a setup him. guy. He, he needs to yeah, be he like, needs yeah, he needs to stay in the setup role. Put Helsley in that position. Well, Helsley should be the clo- closer, but oh my gosh, that's another thing I want to talk about in a second when we get to Helsley. Dude, uh, Brandon, I know, to- I know. Uh, Brandon, what do you think? Uh, for, I mean, Gallegos, yeah, he he's he's been good. Um, I I, I haven't watched enough games to really say much for his. The way he's been playing, so I'm just gonna let it go on to the next person. It was bro mine. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay, Ryan Helsley, eight games, nine point uh, nine and two thirds innings pitched, two seven nine ERA, four seven eight wit uh, fit, and a point eight three whip. Uh, good job, Ryan Helsley. Uh, became a new daddy. Good job. Good job, Daddy Helsley. Um, yeah, one of the best closers in the game right now. We want to give a shout-out to Nolan Arenado and his wife as well since they had a baby this month. Good job, Nolan Arenado. He's got that daddy uh, power right now. Um, I mean, okay, so real quick, because I know we're at two hours, but I want to say this. Ryan Helsley, I think it was Saturday's game. No, Sunday's game. Sunday's game comes out in the seventh inning for some ungodly ungodly reason and he gives up a three run home run oh no to uh to um yeah to Dansby Swanson there's no reason why he should have been out in the seventh inning that is stupid on Ollie Marmol and fuck you for doing that because he almost cost us the game because he's not because he was there was no way he was ready for that he was not ready to come out in the seventh inning you, when you are a closer and you're mentally preparing yourself to come out in the ninth inning, you are not, and then you get called in for the seventh. That's stupid, and I don't know why he did that. That was dumb. Um, I agree. Yeah. So Ryan Helsley, Josh, I, I agree. That kind of screwed him. Um, you know, he was Helsley was untouchable at the beginning yeah, part of the season up until the All Star break. So, um, you know. He's had a couple home runs. He's given up here and there when he's come in, but yeah, he's a closer. He needs to be a ninth inning guy. He can get you. He can get you six outs. So you can bring him in the ninth and run him in the tenth if you need to. But stop bringing him in mid inning. Yeah, that's, that's, that's unless it's like the the third out of the eighth and you're gonna have him pitch the ninth. Fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you don't need bringing him in the seventh. That's just it's it's misusage of your bullpen. It's Ali Marmol being a young manager. Going to his go-to guy when he feels like he needs to, 
Um, and he needs to understand, even with your go-to bullpen guys, they have roles that they're used to playing. You can't just change the role all the time. So I'll stop doing that. I'll give you a little bit of grace because you're a first-year manager and you're 36 years old. Yeah. I'm so happy um, they were able to make it out of the 12th. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was close. That was going to drag on. Yeah, um, we have it, five it, more. We have five more players. I'm just going to touch on all of them, and then we can talk about who pisses us off real quick. Uh, Jordan Hicks, ten games, twelve innings pitched, five eighty four ERA, three twenty one FIP, one thirty uh, WHIP. Andre Pallante, six games, twelve innings pitched, one forty six ERA, two sixty four FIP, point eight nine WHIP. Chris Stratton, nine games, 12 innings pitched, 365 ERA, 285th, 178. Genesis uh, Cabrera, eight games, eight innings pitched, 12.38 whip ERA, 825th, uh, and a 213 whip. Packy Naughton, uh, four games, four innings pitched, 11 ERA, uh, 463 FIP, and a 275 whip. Um, Packy Naughton and Genesis Cabrera has since have been sent down. I um, believe they brought up uh, Jojo Romero and uh, Zach Thompson to replace him. Yep. Uh, Hannah Cabrera has been a nutcase for a while. We've been saying so for a while. Um, glad he's finally being sent down. He's Carlos Martinez. And anyway, uh, Jordan Hicks. Got a 1238 ERA? What the hell? Yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, Packy not, and I don't know what's wrong with Packy. I I guess he just was brought in in some unfortunate situations, and but he got brought in some bad situations. One, um, two, his usage went way down, so he wasn't getting consistency on the mound. I think that really screwed him because when he was being used more often earlier in the season yeah. on a more consistent basis, he was pitching really well. Yeah, um, but I mean, four games all month, and he just got sent down earlier this week. Uh, yeah. that that to me speaks volumes to where he's at. He'll bounce back though. Yeah. Hennessy, I don't know what Hennessy is going to do if he'll bounce back. He was he was fantastic last year. None of us deny that. Uh, he just did not have the same. Did you really just uh, to him being fantastic last year? He was, I, I, I haven't liked him since he came up. So, golly, you're freaking hard to please, dude. I wish I could have seen you play back in the day. Wait, who? Uh, you wouldn't liked it. <laughs> you're right because I probably would have told you were terrible. Uh, just like but, that. Oh, whatever. I will say though, Pelante, he, he's played an incredible game so far tonight. So since he's been pitching, yeah. What are you saying, Josh? Hicks needs to go back down to the minors and needs to. They just need to let him learn to be a closer, or learn to be a, a setup man for the eighth. Whatever they're gonna do with him, they just need to stop trying to give him a start. Are you sure that he three twenty one fit though? With how much he walks. Is that what the, the Cardinals just see and they're like, okay, he's he's getting there. I mean, that's but, probably what they're saying that he's getting there. Yeah. I mean, that they're, they're, they're he's so young and he's got so much potential and he throws the ball so hard. They're going to yeah. give him every opportunity. So we're, we're, it's just something we need to stop complaining about. We need to deal with him. We just need to rate him month in and month out. I've been happy with Chris Stratton for the most part. He's had, I think, one or two bad innings total. Um, since he came over, and he, but he's serviceable and he seems reliable. So that, that's my take on those last five. He'll give up a walk, but I mean here and there. But it seems like he's he kind of that's what he like. He likes working out of that. 
So that's interesting. Uh, right. Brandon, do you have anything on these last five players? I mean, Cabrera and Naughton getting sent down, I think that was probably the right move for the team. I mean, Jojo Romero, whenever he came up and had a – a few innings to pitch on Saturday's game. I thought he went, looked really well. Oh, God. Oh, nothing. I was just throwing it because it was oh. in my way. <laughs> uh, I right. thought Jojo Romero played pretty well for the few uh, in, or a little bit that he pitched on Saturday's game. Um, other than that, Palante has had a good night so far tonight. Um, Stratton, I thought he has been – I mean, since we've gotten him in the uh, since the deadline, I thought he's had a great outing so far. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't really have a whole lot about the rest of the pitchers if there were any more. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I want to. Yeah, I guess that f- finishes up on all the players. Um, I want to touch on before we leave. Uh, I can't remember what his name was. Um, Lee. Oh, crap. Uh, apparently he's uh, been with the Cardinals for organization. He was with the Cardinals organization in the 80s. Um, became the uh, – Became the Phillies general manager until 1997. Um, what's his name? Lee Thomas. I was, um, I was like, I'm gonna look it up first. Yeah. Um, apparently, he apparently my great grandpa, and now this is according to my dad. He said that my, my great grandpa uh, taught him in high school. Uh, and back in the he gave and Lee gave my dad and his friends. Uh, tickets to the 1982 playoffs. So that was like, oh, I had no idea who this guy was. And apparently he's very influential. So that made me laugh. I was like, like literally when I saw it, I was like, I don't care about this guy. But anyways, RIP to this, that guy, apparently really cool. So uh, anybody else want to say anything before we leave? Well, Albert just hit the – Hit the go-ahead home run or the go-ahead RBI fly out center. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Brandon. Watch it and enjoy it. I thought he jacked out the park. That's why I went. Yeah, ah. right. He had that look too. Yeah, um, it did. It was the small. Well, I, I was gonna say I'm just at where the where the guy moved from second to third. I haven't even got to that point yet to where they got the go-ahead run. But thanks, guys. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Um, Every time I see that 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 let go, I automatically just. Ah. This episode is brought to you by Uplift. It'll definitely make you hot online. All right, um, I'm seeing it right now. So, um, Josh, do you have any words of wisdom? To say before we do be it? patient. Love your family. Don't drink too much. Don't mix alcohol, muscle relaxers, pain pills, and, and edible gummies because you don't know what might happen. You know uh, what? When you're in pain, it's fine. <laughs> dude, I live in pain. Don't talk to me about that. Come on. Come on. We can, Come on. You want to you wanna exchange uh, war injuries? 
I mean, we can after the show. I mean, Five back surgeries. Fucked up leg. You want to talk about eye. injuries? Anyways, I will see you guys next time Friday for Car- uh, not Cardinals Chronicles, uh, Seventh Inning Stretch. Uh, Monday we're gonna have a really fun episode. I think Darren, uh, Ryan, and someone else is coming. So uh, we're gonna talk about the minor league rules that uh, that are being applied. So. Yeah, we are going to talk about that shit. So, yes, you did talk to you about that last. I didn't week. know we were going to have all these guests. Oh, they're rotation. They're not even guests anymore. Anyways, well, just go Cardinals, the 2022 World Series champions. Cubs this weekend. Cubs this weekend. Cubs this weekend. I'm going to probably one of the games. <sighs> yeah. Well, Lucky you. So, uh, Cardinals as of right now are uh, lead. Leading the game three two. Anyways, we will see you guys next week. Top of, Chronicles. Top of the thirteenth. I might stay on a little bit just to react. I know Josh, you probably have to go. I mean, at this point, we are we're up a run, so I mean, I can. Yeah. I'm probably not going to sit here in this uncomfortable chair, but I will stay on for the live react and talk to you because I can hear you across the room. Yeah. Uh, you want to stay on for the live react? Y'all are ahead of oh me. My fair. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. New bars counts one and oh. Watch like. this home run. I'm not even kidding. That makes – oh, my gosh. So, I'm guessing it's five to two now. Yeah. Oh, and I just hurt my arm again. Oh, my gosh. Appreciate it. He just hit that out of the park. No, he didn't. That looked like he hit it out of the park. No, it's it on my phone, so. park. it's probably a, it's probably three ninety five four hundred. He <laughs> hit down the right field line. Three eighty two. I could, oh, Jesus like, criminy. Three eighty two, and he hit it out of the park. I swear, it, I was watching it on my phone. I, it otherwise, looked, I, but I it, really it, it looks like it went a mile. So get ready I, to watch. I'm gonna go look well, at the he's, he's up the bat and it's one zero right now. My gosh! Well, get ready, Brandon. Let's go. Pujols is uh is uh grabbing on him. He's like, yeah. Holy shit! I'm telling you, that was it. It looks like he hits it a mile, but it was just way over there. It was very uh, similar. Yeah, to Logan hitting out of the park. He didn't even. It looked, I'm telling you, I was watching on my phone and I can hardly see it. So I was like, oh my gosh. The way that the camera made it look like it made it look like he hit it. This is why everything you got to take with a grain of sugar. <laughs> sugar? And Newt's well, reaction coming off the field is priceless, man. Oh, man. The dude impresses. This is why you keep Nude in the lineup and you keep him in right field or just in the outfield in general. Newt Bar right here. Keep him in. He's comfortable. Yeah. You keep him right. There is no reason. I, I don't get why. Yeah. He needs to be starter. Like this, no. He's, he Newt Bar is the single greatest. I mean, I think, like, he should have been made he, a He's going to be earlier. a stud. Coming through his career, if he, if this is any kind of foreshadowing of his career, he's gonna be a great player. Yeah, 
He might I'm be sure our future. Uh, talking about Carlson last year. That is true. That is true. Last year, I was saying that Carlson was going to be the rookie of the year. You got to give rookies their three first years in the major leagues to decide what they're going to do. That's why I'm not too well on Carlson right now, like you guys are. I'm. Oh my gosh, am I the only one on? Oh my gosh. Just shut up, Logan. Hold on. Let us catch up. I'm in the middle of the commercial. I'm in the commercial too. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just talking about how you guys are not on screen right now. <laughs> well, I can still hear you. You can hear me. What is Albert doing? He's just happy. Uh, I know. It's just that was such a odd thing to look at. Like, remember, he wasn't born in America. He just grew up in America. We need to figure out what this means. Sorry, but Logan, did uh, did you get a chance to go watch the Tom Calhoun uh, interview? I did. Yeah, you, that's been like during it. it. Yeah, I commented. I told oh, him. Yeah, that's right. Instead of the stupid blues. Kidding! 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 Two times you're getting hit when you come to town. Oh, shush. Um, I slammed a beer because of what you said. And it got all <laughs> over gonna, my laptop. You were going to slam it anyways. <laughs> One out, away. Runner on third. Just play normal defense. One run doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, they're not going to care about that. Let Palante do his thing and give the W. Oh. That's a problem. I don't like Logan's reaction. Right past Gorman. Oh, oh go for I mean, that was, I mean, he was diving for it. Well, I'll have to see it before I can. All you said was right past Gorman, so here we go. Nah, he should have had that. If Edmund would have been there, he would have had it. Oh, if Donovan would have been there, he would have had it too. And don't yeah. argue with me on that one because Donovan has made some very, very Arenado-like plays at third this season. Now I'm a little more nervous. God, if they tie this up, we gotta go to the 14th inning. Holy Jesus Christ! Because I got one out on one on third. Yeah, we'll wait for it. It's you're about, yeah, you're about to get it. How are you so far behind? I don't know. <laughs> I can hit refresh if you want me to. No, it's fine. I just was curious. Oh, my gosh, Palante. Yeah, Foreman, you should have had that ball, dude. Donovan would have had it. Again, defense does matter. Five three, fuck. And just to reiterate, he, Brandon and I have never once said defense does not matter. We said it's the third most important thing behind. You well, said it's the lowest hey, important no, thing. Offense, okay, offense wins games. 
Defense wins championships. I don't know if that's true, though. Oh, my God. I think pitching is always the most important thing in the playoffs. What, what are you saying down there, Josh? <laughs> He's muttering in his old man voice. I, I agree with pitching the most important in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Never mind. He, he was being smart. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, let's see. 2-2. Two, two. That's what I got on India. I got 2-1 right now. Indy is oh, not even I, hitting on Brandon's uh, computer. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I said Indy is not even hitting on Brandon's computer. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, okay, okay. I was just... That was harsh. Yeah, that was that was rough. I mean, good lord. Come on, Volante. Oh my gosh. Gosh. Okay, take him out. Logan's a pitch ahead of us. Maybe two. Well, a pitch, maybe two ahead of me. Because always got to be three pitches ahead of you, Brandon. I'm an <sighs> inning ahead of Brandon. Austin Romine. The go ahead run. I'm at 26. That wasn't a bad last pitch by Volante, by the way. He was opening the chase. I'm at pitch 26. Where are you guys at? 28. No. You're not that far ahead of me. Fuck you. Come on, double play. <laughs> Depends on who's pitching, how far ahead he is of you. Plante is still pitching for me. Plante is pitching. Is there anyone in the bullpen? Not warming up. They're going to let Plante have this one. They know he can go four or five minutes. He's only got 28 pitches. He can throw for 60. Please don't give up the lead to Austin or mine. Swing and a strike one. Oh, no, mind. It's well, close in the second knot. It's 0 1. One out. Is that any car pressure? I don't. Man, I think these gummies are going to take into effect by the time this inning is over. Oh, the amount that I've been drinking and I, it's already taking effect. <laughs> I can tell. Yeah, we've totally noticed. <laughs> Josh. I'm not mad it's at fine. you. It's fine. We like it. We like that you're drunk. I just have to work in the morning. I don't. I'm out in the heat. I can't be drinking during the week. I, I don't have to work in the morning, so. You can't drink during the week? Dude, do you realize how much I sweat during the day? Yeah, then you get drunk all over again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's good. Up. I have half, um, eat, half a bowl of spaghetti right next to me, ready to get eaten just because. Oh, there it is. Okay, two out. Y'all are killing it for me. Austin Romine, the best money. That they are the best uh, catcher they spent money on this year for the other team. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so glad he's a red right now. What did Romine strike out? Yeah. I wish he grounded into a double play. They tried to get him. Oh crap. Kyle Farmer, 0 for 5. There ain't nobody in the stands either. No, they're all Cardinals fan- fans. 
Dude, you remember yeah. It's 11.30 at the game. That's ball game. Whew. Kyle Farmer did not want to waste any time. He thought, this game isn't important, so we're ending it now. Cardinals win 5-3. They are now 22-7 and in the month of uh, August. Good job, guys. Uh, they have the off day tomorrow. Uh, I guess I don't need to keep watching it anymore. There we go. I probably have to see the end. Good job. Um, good win. Good series win. Um, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Did you say good series win? Yeah. This is a Cincinnati team who's 20 games below 500. I guess the team who was we 20 games above 500. their asses. Exactly. We should have swept them. That was not a good series win. That was a pathetic series win that took 13 innings to get done. That is true. They, yeah, they should have pulled it together. It's those bad player, those bad pitchers that they want that they think they can either roll over or they can, they just, I don't know. He's, they're so bad that they're good kind of thing. Now, let me say Cardinals this. Have always been that way. I want to say this as well. The Cardinals kept playing. They did not give up and go home with the tail between their legs. They kept playing. That's what I like about this Cardinals team. Yeah. Reds are scrappy. Reds are scrappy. But they're not as scrappy as the Cardinals. Because guess what? They're winning the World Series in 2022. 12-22, motherfucker. No, okay. I, I called it before you did. You gave up before I did. I never gave up. You gave up? I think, no, I've never given up. You're you two are a wonderful married couple. Unfortunately, we're so... We are married. fun to watch, I'm sure. <laughs> okay. Josh, hit that sick beat. Hey, y'all have a great week. We'll see you on Friday. <laughs>